This week, we review 2023. Brought to you by NineWorks.co.uk, the fastest growing online Porsche community, supported by the NineWorks Marketplace. NineWorks Radio is your dedicated Porsche and car podcast, hosted by Lee Sibley, Andy Brooks and Max Newman. NineWorks Radio is carefully produced with special input from experts around the industry and powered by our valued members of the NineWorks Driven Not Hidden Collective. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Nine Works Radio. Welcome to the last episode of the series, the last episode of 2023. 2023. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, the dulcet tones of Andy Brooks you can hear over the other side of the Good table. Day. Excellent. We're also recording this for uh, Nine Works TV alongside Nine Works Radio. So if you're watching on Nine Works TV, you'll see in between Andy and I, as the two stalwarts or bookends of the operation, we have two very, very special people. It's a privilege to have you on the airwaves today. We've got Toby Dyer, first of all. Hello. Yes, that's me. <laughs> yeah, that's you. Yeah. Our first ever supporter. Would you believe it? Patreon. Number Patreon, one. Yeah. N- numero uno. I had to look it up. And I said, Patreon, what's that? I had no idea what it was. What it was, yeah. 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 And then it said, subscribe or something like that. Yeah. I thought, what's that do? So yeah. I clicked that and, oh. It was a mistake. And I thought, <laughs> that's a mistake, damn. <laughs> yeah, I now signed up. A, a, a and then before I knew mistake. it, you announced me on the, uh, the next podcast, hey, we have a subscriber. I was like, oh, okay, I can't unsign up now. <laughs> yeah. No, so you're joking. Basically, this, this mess is all your fault, <laughs> quickly followed by Nick Moda sitting next to me. Who's number two. Hello. Yes, I didn't realise what I was pressing either. <laughs> <at the time. laughs> I, I, I thought he was pressing for more information. <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> That's incredible. I love yeah, it. I yeah. love it. So uh, we've, we're safe we've invited you along. Nick, we're in your house. Yeah, it's uh, thanks for inviting us to your house. But um, yeah, we thought we'd, we'd do a podcast with numero uno and number two, whatever number two is in Spanish. Not dos. sure at this point. Dos. dos. Yeah, there we go. Numero dos. But um, there's no loyalty to it, really. It just seems to be a, a beautiful accident, I think, that you guys signed up then by the by the sounds of it. So we are nevertheless grateful and we thought it'd be really nice to look back with our first and second ever Patreons uh, on on 2023, really, from a Porsche perspective, of course. Yeah, in all seriousness, I think Road to Redline is when I started listening. Um, I was quite a few episodes in. And I was thinking, you know what, these guys are spending a lot of time uh, doing all this this work and all this production and content, etc. I wonder how they, you know, what what could help sustain that. Uh, then I looked up the Patreon and saw membership. I thought, well, at least I can contribute a little bit because at the time I was walking my dog. I think you, I, th- I think you actually prompted us to look at doing Patreon. I think you sent us a message and said, how can, you know, how can I support you? Yeah, yeah. And then we looked into how you could support us. And that's, so I think you were actually the instigator of sorting it all out, really. Yeah, I think I was messaging you at the time saying, how do, how do you, is it, do you monetize this? Is it, you know, what's, what's the incentive behind? Because you spent so much time doing it. Yeah. You know, why? <laughs> Yeah, why do you say, yeah. <laughs> We've often what? wondered ourselves, David. <laughs> Too late now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're well, in. It, it takes um, a lot of patience, a lot of time, and a lot of help 
from behind the scenes and I'm talking about our wives yeah, and, you know, and yeah. include Max and, and Mandy in, in that as well, you know, because obviously what, what you guys uh, really helped start was something that has evolved really into what we know today as the Driven Not Hidden Collective, um, without a doubt. So we are really grateful. Like I said, you know, you, you genuinely did kind of start this mess, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool to see so many people signing up, right? I mean, I, I don't know how many there are now, but there's always seems to be a roll call of new members now. Yeah, I think we're just over the 250. Wow. Members yeah. at the moment, great yeah. number yeah. great number yeah i have fantastic. to say for me this is uh, even more poignant a milestone because in many ways my journey into porsche started with you guys so my knowledge was almost zero before oh, not really? quite wow. and it's okay. probably just one now when i listen to you guys <laughs> so it's a kind of parallel journey you know yeah. and yeah. Uh, and you've encouraged me to put my buying boots on, you know. It's all your fault. <laughs> we can only, only apologise for that, I think, really. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's really nice. And I, and I think that's kind of what we would like to do. Toby, you and I have spoken about this away from the mic before, that it's uh, supporting everybody's Porsche journey in different ways, which is why our guests have varied yeah. over, over the years. But then also, sometimes we haven't had guests and we've just had what many people refer to as kind of the pub chat style. Yeah. So just, just some people getting together, having a chat about cars and seeing how it flows. And it, and it seems to have worked. We've met some lovely people. We hope you guys have as well, like attending events and everything oh, yeah. else, you know, Absolutely. meeting, e-meeting people via the WhatsApp group and whatnot. So, yeah. um, very, very cool. So thank you. And as I said, it's a, it's, it's going to be a delight. I'm sure to work out what everybody's Porsche year has looked like in 2023. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, can I just say for the, benefit of the people looking they did tell me it was christmas jumpers yeah, same here. two two of us are celebrating christmas we'll, and then, leave, we'll I, leave you to work I out who the, the other two I are the bag of christmas <laughs> jumpers at we, home. we have been embarrassed in the uh, in the clothing department i would say there. yeah so yeah i i just thought you always wore that Toby, to be honest. yeah yeah i popped around your house in july you were wearing that <laughs> yeah very very good in the, in the spirit of things Brilliant. in the spirit uh, we should say that Max obviously isn't with us tonight, unfortunately. He couldn't couldn't make it um, last minute. So, yeah, it's a shame not that he's not here. Uh, but we, he has done some little recordings for us for each uh, category. So that will <laughs> yeah. be quite amusing to hear those. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Max, you are missed. So I hope you're, yeah. you're working hard out there somewhere. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. So, gents, before we dive into our year review, as you well know, being loyal segment. listeners, we have a new segment. Yeah. So first worst... Best and next is what we'd like so to ask you. good at remembering that. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, should we start with you? What's yeah, your, what's your first not? car? I go back a long time. I'm probably certainly older than all of you here. Uh, first car was a Cortina Mark One. Nice. <laughs> Automatic. Oh, I thought you were going to say very, RS very thing. unusual <laughs> Lotus combination <laughs> at that time. Yeah. And actually, it was the bee's knees, of course, first car. Used it a lot. But I... Uh, I did something to that car which was bizarre in hindsight. So there was at the same time a television series called Starsky and Hutch. Mm. <laughs> and you'll remember they had a Ford Torino or something with this white sort of Nike type, mm. you know, stripe on it all the way along. And I thought to myself, I'm going to do that to my car. Dark color, wasn't red, my one. And I used to be a big DIYer in those days. So I used to do decorating and stuff like that do it myself, the painting, right? So I painted this white stripe in gloss paint. Brilliant. You know, domestic <laughs> gloss paint, thinking it'll come out 
shiny and all that. He was yeah. shiny, but he wasn't like carpet. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. But on it, I was for a while. I was seen seen driving around with this Starsky and Hutch type car. So <laughs> very memorable. Yeah, I love it. First car. Brilliant. Yeah, Brilliant. it was good. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. So if that was fair, so worst. Ah, I'm going for worst. You know, I've had I have a, had a lot of cars in my time, partially because I was in the car industry. So I used to have so many company cars. And certainly before the days of, of, of benefit in kind, I used to have yeah. two company cars. Oh, my word. One for my wife and one for myself. And we used to change them so often, right? So I had so many cars. In fact, it was a, comp- it was a family joke that we changed cars when the washer bottle fluid ran out. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, that was almost true. <laughs> but anyway, when, when I stopped, came out of that industry, I had to buy my own cars. Bought one, one of the two cars we bought was the very first generation Mercedes A-Class. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, the box. you may remember, I had uh, a bit of controversy at the time. They did the famous elk test. Yeah. But I'd already bought it, you know, committed by thinking it's it's a Mercedes, you know, it's got to be be good, right? But it's probably the worst car we've had. Mm -hmm. Really? Build quality, drivability. It is obviously quite innovative in the way it was Mm -hmm. the floor plan or whatever, but just the worst car ever. Yeah. Seriously. Just unreliable materials and all the rest of it was just diabolical it wasn't a good time for mercedes at that point was it, it wasn't there was oh, their lowest point, point. Yeah. Yeah. trying to get into the low car so yeah. small segment car market but uh, yeah. yeah disappointing okay so yeah. flip it on its head best car wow yeah so until i got into porsches um the best car i've had it was a company car in fairness but it was one i had for a while was the nissan gtr I mean, that, oh, which one? That uh, E35, was it? Or C35? R35. R35, sorry. Jeez. So like 2009, car, right? 2010, that sort of time? Yeah, it would have been 2012. Oh, my God. 2011. A company car. A company, a company car. car. Have you got any jobs oh going? God. I was, I was, I, was, I happened to coincide with a promotion I got. So, and that's a car I kept for about a year yeah. as a company car. Yeah. And that's something else. I Filled have up the washer you have on that a couple driven, of times. Yeah. And we used to say at the time, you know, if that car had a different badge, i.e. a German badge or, mm-hmm. dare I say, even an Italian badge. Yeah. You could have charged twice for it, you know. Yeah. But, but some, some awesome driving experience, I have to say. Porsches, obviously, are different yet mm-hmm. again. That memorable car for me. Beautiful mm. looking thing. Yeah, absolutely. With those, uh, like, the four round lights. Yeah, the exactly. That. Yeah. Typical, yeah. that was like that skyline homogeny of design. Exactly, exactly. Very, yeah. very Lovely, cool. lovely car, actually. So, yeah. Very pleased to a company car. Company do, do you car. think we'll ever hear that again from I any other guests? Their best car was a company, company car. car. That is exceptional. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so go um, on then, Nick. What's your, the next car? Next. Well, I've mentioned before. Actually, there are two next cars, but the 993S uh, is probably my next next one. Nice. Two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive? I haven't gone that far yet. Okay. Um, I like the look of the four-wheel drive in terms of slightly wider back end, isn't it? The they're both the same rear. Oh, they're both the same? Okay, yeah. that's my, mis- my my lack of knowledge then. If they're both the same, then I, d- I don't mind. I'm, uh, You're just maybe after we that can, look. Yeah. We can, it's the look, yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe we can talk offline about whether it should be two. Toby, whether it should be two-wheel or four-wheel, you know? I'll vote yeah. for two. Yeah. I'd vote yeah. for two. Yeah. Two, yeah, okay. I'd go for two. manual two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, manual, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, for yeah. sure, I would. But uh, I think, you know, buy on condition. Yeah. Buy on yeah, condition. Buy the one. I think this is what uh, Nathan Bird said, right? Buy the one that speaks to you. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sure, sure. Don't worry so much about the color. It's mm. more this the or the spec for that matter is the condition. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, good. Thank you for that advice. Amazing. So yeah, that should be next. Nice. Yes. Very nice. Yeah. Thank you. Toby, yeah. I'm not going to call you an old man, but I'm going to take you back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I am quite old. First car? First car. Well, because I passed my test in 1990, which was the start of the hot hatch era. It was. Uh, and uh, I was working at the time and uh, I really wanted, my friends were getting into Peugeots, uh, not quite GTIs, but the XSs. Oh, yeah. Um MG Metros, mm, flaky build quality, turbo, mm, yeah. don't know. I went for Ford Fiesta Mark 1 XR2 Pepper Pot Alloys. Oh, oh fantastic. Yes. Uh, Great alloys. I love yeah, that yeah, car. Yeah, yeah. I love that car. Um, and uh, I had so many adventures in that car. That's not a bad car for a first, first car, car, an XR2. Right? I yeah. saved up. I was working and I saved up for this car. And I absolutely love this car. Um, and, uh, yeah, we used to go, I mean, that was back in the, the sort of early days of, uh, illegal parties in fields, shall we say. There was a lot of convoys, a lot of, uh, yeah, proper good time in that car. There's so many stories, but yeah, for years, you know, I loved that car, right? So that was my first car and, uh, yeah, that was, that was brilliant, but it was flaky. Yeah, the dashboard was squeak, and I was to fix it. I just pull it towards me, and the whole thing would move about a centimeter <laughs> and put it back a centimeter. So you just rocked the dashboard. Uh, you could take the seeds out in like five minutes. You could. Do, it was just yeah. It was a little bit uh, on the flimsy side, but yeah. it was uh, nice. and it was slow. <laughs> it wasn't that fast. <laughs> I guess because you you uh, build something of an affinity with your cars, so I'm guessing you maybe had that for a little while yeah i had a little for a good, a good few years yeah lots of experiences yeah loved it yeah, yeah. <laughs> he says with a twinkle in his eye <laughs> yeah. did you have a repeated on the radio the most of them. <laughs> did you have a relationship with that car <laughs> yeah i certainly did <laughs> well that should we move on <laughs> <laughs> he's grinning ladies and gentlemen uh, so your worst car Worst car. Uh, after that, I went into uh, Volkswagens, uh, Golfs, um, and uh, then I got into, I wanted to get into BMWs, um, and uh, the first BMW, so this was like Auto Trader was online, but very rudimentary, and so I I loved that sort of E34 you know, era yeah. of, yeah. you know, 5 Series, um, the E30 M3s, I loved that. So I thought I'd get myself... Uh, an E34, uh, I couldn't get an M5. Yeah. So I thought I'd get myself a 535M or Sport. I yeah. Think it was. Yeah, well, there weren't M's at the time. It was a 535i Sport. Looked online, found this one, uh, a black one, phoned the guy up, uh, and it just did all the things you shouldn't do. I, I had the cash in my pocket. I went down to Brighton to see this after work. It was pissing down with rain. It was, <laughs> it, was it was dark. <laughs> it was outside his house under a vague street lamp. I didn't have a torch. I was looking at his car. And I was thinking, well, it sort of looks all right. Um, and uh, yeah, he he was dealing um, uh, reg plugs. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Funny you say that. I used to get approached in that car from all sorts of people. <laughs> um, not the sort of people that you would uh, you know, want to meet uh, uh, of an evening. And uh, so, yeah, I bought this car. And after I bought it, I was going through the history. And I was thinking at the time I shouldn't buy this, but you know, I need to get home. <laughs> so I gave the money <laughs> and drove it home. And uh, it was an automatic. 
Um, and uh, yeah, it, it, when I got out, I was like, what's that smell? Like a musty smell. I couldn't figure out what it was. And every time I got in the car and got out, there's a musty smell. And I realized it was the seatbelts. Ooh. The seatbelts were really musty. So I spent loads of money and changed the seatbelts. A month later, they were smelling musty again. <laughs> so it's like a weird, weird smell. But it's like every time you got out of it, it's like, oh, bad smell on my clothes. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, then I realized going through the history, it'd been clocked. <laughs> <laughs> classic not only had it been clocked it been there's a history file showing that it had been found by the police in some lockup and they had um obviously seized the car you know so i was thinking oh, great so now the car's been clocked i don't know how many miles it's done it's got some police record so i tried to sell the car couldn't sell it no one would buy it my wife hated it uh, eventually these guys came down from newcastle to go and uh, to to look at the car i was thinking, oh great a whole bunch of guys coming up from newcastle um, I thought, okay, I'll go wash the car. So I went down, washed the car, the local car wash. And just to, just to spite me, as I was driving out the car wash, I put the windscreen wipers on. There was this stone underneath the windscreen wiper and it did a big arc oh. right across <laughs> in front of the driver's view. Nice. Oh my God, these guys are going to buy this car. I need to get rid of this car. And, um, and so they came, you know, a big group of lads. I think, oh my God, this is going to be a disaster. And I just kept talking, kept talking, kept talking. Hope they didn't see. Don't hope they didn't see. And they gave me cash and drove off. And I was like so relieved. It was the worst car, but <laughs> in a way, it was quite cool. I quite like the look of it but uh-huh. as an ownership experience. Um, and then I went into M3s and other cars after that. But yes, it was it was a, a dog a shocker. I, I love how it didn't put you off your your BMW <laughs> enthusiasm. No, no, <laughs> I continued after that. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, okay, so that was the crime watch car then. So, (laughs) uh, best car. That's a real tough one. I think everyone struggles with this one. Yeah. Um, Going back to what I said earlier, it's about experiences. I have to think about this one. Fiesta. (laughs) The love bus. (laughs) The love bus. Um, No, I would say it's actually my, um, the uh, 996.1 that I had. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because I I spent a lot of time tweaking that car. I firmly believe the early 996s are a fantastic platform. Out of the box, I think they're somewhat flawed. Um, and I think if you if you really you know make some choice changes to those cars, the feel you get from that car, the balance of the 3.4 engine is a peach. Right? It's a lovely, lovely engine. The steering feel is wonderful. You know, it has got the right balance of weights. It's just a fantastic car. Uh, and so I had it dialed in by various people, um, changed the various touch points. Um, and in the end, I drove that all the time. And to the point, I had a 997.2 GTS, you know, which I got from Hexagon. Super, super lovely looking car. I've been looking for this car for a long, long time. Mm. I had them side by side. I never drove it because I always got into my 996. Oh, yeah. What a legend you are, Toby. Yeah. yeah. You slide your it. 20 quid there, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> problem is my wife hated it. Uh. <laughs> she said it was ugly. And the problem was she kept on saying, if one more thing goes wrong on that car, right? So it was on its final, final warning, warning for a long time and things kept failing on it. So it was, in a way it was the best car, but also the worst in some ways because, mm. you know, the build quality, the accountants ruled the day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, once it, you know, 100,000 miles with the age of it, little things just kept failing. Like one time I picked it up from the specialist and it'd been there for a little while having stuff fixed. On the way home, the accelerator pedal fell off. 
detached. Oh, no. Yeah. And then someone pulled out in front of me. I put the, I pressed the horn and the, the horn button caved in. Uh-huh. And then another time I was in the leg district driving around having a good time and the sunroof wouldn't close because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something had snapped. Not unheard of. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So there's all the ring, window regulators failed and it's just lots of annoying little things. So in the end, you know, if, you're, if your wife or your partner doesn't like your car, and it's on a final warning. Yeah. It's not. It's not going to last. Good. We were talking randomly about like slot machines or whatever in in uh, what do you call them in the pub? Yeah, yeah, fruit uh, machines. Fruit machines. Yeah, beg your pardon. And uh, you know, you could almost use that analogy of your nine on six. You've put in some like big money into that. You, you've obviously traded it since to a specialist. It's still for sale. Fair enough. You spent a lot of time, cash, um, devotion to to getting that car right. Someone's got a lovely car ready to go there. No, absolutely. By, by the sounds of it, you no, know. absolutely. Right. And I think yeah, with some choice mods. Yeah, those mm. cars. I mean, you've done a lot of them on yours, and I, I think yeah, yeah, it's such an amazing car. Really, so underrated. So I know you like the seats because you put nine on seven sport seats yeah. in, which were like properly. Uh, you had heating. Yeah, it is heating retrofit yeah. as well. Yeah. Absolutely awesome. So like away away from the seats, like it, you know there's a 996 owner listening you know which three mods would you recommend uh suspension right and i think again i mentioned center gravity but uh, they used that car as a sort of uh, development car for their cg touring kits um and uh yeah that kit is amazing Mm -hmm. and for uk roads absolutely you know get that kit put on it uh, I tried MO30s, I tried Olin's, I tried Coney Actives, uh, but for what I wanted, which was compliance and flow uh, for, for good riding in, in uh, UK roads, you know, they nailed it. Right? Mm-hmm. So I think uh, I would definitely do that. Um, I think the, um, then it's the touch points, you know, the seats, you've got the gear change, you put a 997 GT3, you know, um, shifter in there, gear knob in there, that changes that. Um, you can, um, what else than that? Yeah, Gundo mod. A Gundo mod on the exhaust, cheap, brilliant. Yeah, find find a better bang for buck yeah. mod. Really, Matt Watson did a great video on this on YouTube where he did it on his car, and you know it's really, really bang for buck, brilliant. Mm. Yeah, you know, and um, yeah, and I put RSS uh, engine mounts on, which you know they tighten it up a little bit at the back. You know, a little bit more transmission noise, but it just really you know adds to that engagement of the car. Mm. Uh, and for me, yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Touch points, touch points and feel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, It's those intangible tangibles, really, as we kind of said before on a previous episode. So that was best car, unbelievably. Yeah. What about next car? (laughs) It's not allowed. (laughs) Oh, well, I've got a Volvo coming in. My wife's Volvo's coming in. um, And sadly, um, I've got to get rid of probably my 997.1, which I love, um, and uh, which ultimately was the replacement for the 996. And... um, I think um, at some point I would love to have another 997. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you know, I've got a 996 GT3. Um, I love the 996 platform. Um, and I think uh, I'd, I'd really do like the 997, maybe a turbo. I've never had a turbo. Mm. You know, so there's definitely an itch to be scratched there at some yeah. point. I would like a, a spider. Um, I know we speak about spiders a lot, but for me, I like the visibility, you know, particularly living in London. You know, I think that if you sit in a spider, you've got those humps behind you. They really do. Obst- yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the rear window is tiny. Yeah. You know, so if you're looking for all round visibility, it's not the car for you. Mm. Um, or certainly not for me. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, another 997 is, okay. would be future. But in the meantime, a Volvo XC60 hybrid. <laughs> 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 for my wife, it's her car. Yeah. <laughs> 
Very good. I, I remember asking you this question um, in the pub a couple of weeks ago because we, we met up in town with Greg, uh, member of the DNHC, and our two Norwegian friends. Uh, and I'll put these questions to you then. And you went, uh, no, next car, none. I'm done. Don't need any more. I'm really happy with what I've got. I am. I am I'm spoiled. Yeah, I am spoiled. I've got, a, I've got an early air-cooled. I've got a late air-cooled. They're lovely cars. You know, absolutely fantastic just totally different experiences. And for me, it's about the experience, you know, and you can really, you know, have an experience with those cars, um, which are quite different. Mm. Um, you know, and then you, you know, a 996 GT3, again, super lucky to have a car like that. Super, super special. Uh, um, and I love it, you know, and, um, you know, I've, I've got a box that I share with my wife now. Uh, yeah, full house, right? I mean, what else do you need? Right? Nothing more than that. But there's always something. <laughs> <laughs> there's the, always something. This is the problem, but right? there's always something you haven't tried. Yeah, there is. You know, it's the day. Welcome to Max's world, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah exactly. It's the nature and the danger of the yeah, game. Uh, yeah. So, Toby, Nick, thanks for uh, participating in first, worst, best, and next. Should we dive into our questions to review the year that was 2023? So we've got some, it's basically the same format as we did for 2022. Yeah, it worked then, so why not revisit it? Yeah, so we've got a number of questions to ask ourselves, really. And then maybe at the end, for people listening, if you'd like to contribute what your Porsche year looked like, to pop it on our social media channels. We'll pop some bits and pieces up throughout the week once this goes live, which will be the week before Christmas, really. And, and yeah, let us know what that looked like for you, because there's lots going on globally you know not not just in the uk so we'll do that so what does the year look like we're going to find out with questions including what was our highlight of the year our favorite show our best trip our best individual drive our biggest surprise uh, best car driven best podcast episode could be this one who knows <laughs> uh <laughs> 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 shaking your head nick <laughs> yeah uh, best mod and then next year i will just yeah. uh yeah a new year's resolution really is the way to look at that that's <laughs> good so we shall dive in andy which question would you like to should we dive should we, in with first should we start at the top with the event okay yeah yeah <laughs> that you're actually thinking about it you've got no idea what your best event is but let's go for it and you can mull over as we go yes good yeah. idea yes yeah. the only, only one i've struggled with because there are so many candidates. We are so lucky. I think we realised this when we went to the States in the in the summer. We have so many events. We're a small island and we're almost saturated with so many top quality gatherings. Yeah. Which is a fantastic headache to have, you know. Absolutely. So it's kind of hard to narrow it down to one, I would say. And I yeah. think uh, a couple of last two years since COVID, of course, we shut everything down. Yeah. Mm. We've had an avalanche Absolutely. since, haven't yeah. we? Yeah. Which has been fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost been a bit uh, scary what, what to pick so that you, you're, yeah, you've yeah. you still got a family when you get home because there's so much going on. Yeah, yeah But there's yeah. fear of missing out as well. Yeah. yeah. So oh, much going God, on. Yeah. But, but whereas, like we discussed on last week's podcast with the Marketplace chat, uh, the sales specialist there was saying about how as a consequence of COVID, everybody assumed this kind of carpe diem attitude and were buying cars. And, and people in that industry, in the car dealership industry – inside and outside Porsche have done very well since COVID have had fantastic years where people have bought into that again, live once kind of seize the day mantra, but that has slowed down now, of course. However, with the events, I feel like it hasn't slowed down. So we're yeah. all allowed out again after lockdown spoiled for choice is plethora of events nationwide and beyond. 
and, and that just has not slowed down. So every weekend there are multiple events to choose from, which, as I said, is fantastic. <laughs> There's so much to choose from. Uh, but picking a, a best is quite difficult for me currently. I don't, yeah. don't know what you guys think. Maybe, Andy, do you want to Yeah, go so first? I start off, I've got a little short list that I put together, um, things that came to my mind initially. I mean, it would have been very easy just to say Rensport Reunion because, yeah, that was pretty epic. But I thought I'd rain back from that. Um, there was four events that came to my mind as ones that I really enjoyed. Um, two of them were actually ones that we put on ourselves. Uh, first one would be the 993 event. It's just epic, I thought. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. think we did really well putting that yeah. together. Um, quite a small event that we put on when we were up in Yorkshire, which uh, we did a visit to EB Motorsport. Just a very small group. I think there was 12 or 13 of us, but EB put on such a great show and it was so interesting to see their company. Um, really, that you know, it was a proper highlight for me because the, the quality of work that they do um, and we got to see all of the the detail of, of what they do it was really cool um another coming back to last year i think that our event that we picked was flat six overall you know, it was a goodwood one i think we were really enthused about that again it was amazing this year and we put on a great show there we had actually a show within a show i think we had 30 odd cars on that bit mm-hmm. of green at the end um and yeah loved actually creating that and sort of adding to the show. And it was a, a great show overall again. Um, and then the other one that I've got on my list is Megaphonics, which um, I thoroughly enjoy. It's a little bit of a sort of, I wouldn't say backlash against it, but you know, it's mm. not always the most loved um, shows, but it appeals to me from an air cool point of view. Um, so those are my sort of short list. I think I'm going to probably go for EB Motorsport as my favourite Okay. Little, yeah, well, I yeah, absolutely yeah. loved that, and thank the guys at EB for for helping us put that on. Yeah, you did go missing for a bit that morning. Did yeah, I? We had a small ah. group. It was the day after our uh, fried eggs and friends at Porsche was, yeah. Sheffield, so we did a little drive and then ended up at EB. And I would say there was twenty of us, very small group. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's just like where's Andy? And then you'd look, and he'd be in various places of the workshop, you know, heading Digging around in uh, in <laughs> in shelves, in cupboards, under cars, having a good old look. Yeah, and you were just great. like, yeah, absorbing every, which is fantastic. That's what what it's yeah. all for, right? Yeah. But yeah, you you that was definitely appealing to like the the well, yeah, yeah, you, to me. yeah, yeah, yeah you're. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the right word, you yeah. know, like wrench man vibe or whatever yeah. it is. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, very cool. Yeah, it's proper good. Engineer right Andy came out. It did, it yeah. did, full on, yeah. 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 How about you, Toby? What was your uh, event of the year? Oh, difficult one because you you had a lot of... Um, Cancellations. A lot of cancellations. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what I do? Beginning of the year, I get my calendar and yeah. I find all the events. I've got a Google Calendar and I overlay it with this car event calendar yeah. and I just fill it with every event on and then I go and buy tickets all the ones I think I can go to. So at least I've got them in the plan. Yeah. And then if I can go, great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but sometimes family events get in the way. Mm. Or like you say earlier, you're just being a bit over keen on events and maybe you shouldn't go out again for the second time on the weekend. <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> you know, so yeah. Some, but again, I do offer the tickets up and, and they do get used, so they yeah. don't go to waste. But uh, yeah, I think for me, I listed five major events Porsches by the lake oh god yeah I forgot about Porsches by that, the lake that for was me fantastic. was awesome yeah you know, I really enjoyed that yeah. one 
Um, the Nineworks mid-engines down in Bournemouth, oh God, yeah. OBC. I really enjoyed that. Forgot about that as back well. In, back in sunny May. Yeah. That was really good. Um, Megaphonics. I went for the first time this year. Was that your first time? Yeah, because yeah. normally it's in August and normally family holidays, etc. Yeah. Um, but I was going up uh, up north and I popped in on the way, had a ticket. Yeah. Uh, but really enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I met loads of cool people. Um, and then uh, uh, simply people always simply Porsche. I like it. Uh, now, okay. I really like that event. I know, again, some yeah. people don't. Loads of Porsches in the field, food is rubbish, etc. But actually, I meet loads of cool people. And I, it's always sunny when I go. <laughs> <laughs> so I quite like going down there. That's funny because uh, it's a it's an event that's not within half an hour of my house. So I'm not you a do, frequent. You, you don't go, do you? No. no I, I quite like that one. I've been then, a few times in the past, but yeah. You know, Mate, I'll revisit it this year. I like it. Yeah, yeah this is easy, right, easy going. Yeah, see really? Just, this is all recorded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, and then uh, uh, Festival of Porsche at Brands Hatch. Yeah, and I thought that was that was good. Um, yeah. But it has to be, for me, Porsches by the Lake. Mm. You know, I thought that was awesome. Yeah. It was so well curated. I forgot about it. Why? How did I forget? So many good cars, so many good people. Yourselves were there with the red carpet. Yeah, that um, worked well. That was awesome. Yeah, no, fantastic. Loved it. It was great. Yeah. Looking forward to it next year. I think Guy, Guy already shared the date for next year. Yeah. Uh, I put it in my calendar. Really? Good. Nice. 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 Yeah, yeah. It's great. Great shout. Great shout, Toby. What about you, Nick? Uh, well, a bit like Toby, beginning of the year, January, I, I'd got everything diarised. I didn't buy all the tickets, I must admit, like you, but I had, <laughs> I had a plan. But sadly, for people who know, uh, I, I had a medical emergency, which unexpectedly just took me out of everything for about five months from february so my calendar clearly was gone so i don't have many events to choose from but i did manage to get to some events um to be honest the top of the list for me was flat six yeah that was my first time there and i think having the cars on the track as well yeah it just had a very nice atmosphere yeah um before then i'd go to goodwood quite a lot but only for the big events yeah this was at goodwood at an intimate event yeah it's yeah, a yeah. completely different scale isn't it when, yeah it's such, a, it's such a relaxed vibe about it completely yeah, yeah. goodwood's good at any time obviously mm. but uh, so was that I, different to last year because the flat six was my top event for last year and i couldn't make it this year yeah, um, how did that compare it was a similar event the weather was very different uh, yeah, we had a sh- there was a big bit of rain, um, sort of middayish, wasn't there? But otherwise, it was yeah. quite nice. It was it wasn't crazy hot like it was yeah. the year before. That was pretty exceptional. I, I would describe it as yeah, the weather, weather was changing. It was similar to last year, Toby. Yeah. Um, and and that's not to be taken as a bad thing, you know. Like it, it, sometimes if you've got a good formula, don't don't break it, you yeah. know, and it, and just don't turn it into something it doesn't need to be. I, I think flat six delivered in year two everything that it gave us in year one. Mm-hmm. I think there was um, a little bit more of a community feel, certainly from our end, where we had like a few cars. There was just an easier place for people to meet. But like outside of that, it again represented um, an echelon of the community that perhaps sometimes isn't given the space or the, the freedom in, in the same way. And again, having the track day alongside it, as you rightly point out, Nick, it just adds that third dimension mm, to, yeah. to the event, which yeah, is really cool. So, yeah. and, and that's what it gave us in year one, you know. So it was, it was again, a pleasure to be a part of that, to be honest. Yeah. Well, it makes it a different type of event, right? Yeah. Which gives it something a bit yeah. special and a bit different. 
Yeah. 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 That was absolutely. the first time yeah. we used yeah. this kit, wasn't it, actually? I think so, yeah. Because, we, yeah, we got it for that yeah. event. So we did a live podcast there as well, mm. which was, uh, yeah, it was yeah, back sorry, to me yeah. some fire. Yeah, no, yeah. no, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was good. So I, I, I think it was my first time at Flat 6 was just the archetypal Porsche event for me. Yeah. It was new, relatively new on the scene. It's a nice uh, scale. I, I, that's my exactly. sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. You can get round it all. You can, all the people that you want to see are there. It's just right. Yeah. But I was following Porsche by the lake on, on online and what have you. I thought that was that looked fantastic, actually. Yeah. I think what I really enjoyed about Flat 6 last year was the modded side of it. Yeah. Controversial or not. But, you know, you go to the some of these events, and I mentioned maybe Festival Porsche, you know, brands that's more Porsche Club GB. Purists. You know, yeah. um, I do like to mod mine a little bit. Right? Yeah. So I, 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 I appreciate the stock stuff brilliant but i do also appreciate people who've gone a bit you know a bit off off piste and uh, i think you know mm. to, to celebrate that i think it's brilliant uh, yeah. ideally you have a, a, an event which celebrates both but typically you, you tend to go into you know, one direction or another but yeah flat six for me with that sort of modified part of the scene uh, i thought was really cool yeah. but isn't that the beauty of what what lee just said earlier which is we have so many events catering for so many different mm-hmm. Mm-hmm you know, layers, yeah, aspects, if you like, yeah. of the Porsche scene, that yeah. you can do modded or you can do, mm, you know, stock, etc. So that's that's the beauty. So many niches, and that's kind of yeah. what I was referring to a couple of minutes ago, and I was saying, like, it gives that, it's the modded crowd, really. It gives the modded crowd a platform that perhaps elsewhere, I think as you alluded to, Toby, with other events, that sort of stuff isn't seen or maybe even not celebrated as much as what it is at Flat 6. Mm. So I think that's what's unique about Flat 6 and, I, and what I think should always be be the case for it you know yeah. Yeah. and i love that i mean I, I i think yourself as well i came up through vw's you know so that that scene i never got heavily into it but i really really enjoyed that side of the whole vw scene mm-hmm. um then i got into bms and i sort of lost that and then coming back into the porsche scene is like when i came into that scene i was like oh wow there's people like me this is not unusual yeah right? yeah absolutely yeah it's good i can feel comfortable enough to wear my christmas jump around these guys <laughs> <laughs> all year round yeah i just want to echo toby's sentiments for an event i think in in running over what we did um or what, what i attended i think for me porsche's by the lake just because it was so different we said at the time to, to James and Guy and Andy and the team that run that, again, exceptional and offered something different. I know, yeah. obviously, yeah, as you said, there, there are plans for, for next year. Don't really know what that looks like. We would love to be there, by the way, in some capacity. Yeah. Uh, put that out there. But um, I, I'm sure we will. I'm sure we'll do something. But again, just offered something very different. It's very relaxed. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was mm. being by the water. Mm. just everybody was very relaxed, very chill vibe. Yeah, yeah. The weather helped, of course. Yeah, great weather, uh, wasn't it? But... Um, yeah i really enjoyed putting our little thing on that we did on the red carpet it was good that was good, good fun yeah 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 it was it was i just didn't know half the time if it was working or not yeah, do you know yeah, what i mean yeah. and, and and also there's always something that goes through your head where because we kept doing it in in stages didn't we so we'd do like an hour and then stop have a yeah. coffee have a chat whatever and then and then kind of go again and there's always that bit in your brain where you're going right afternoon ladies and gentlemen where you think is there a couple of hundred people here thinking just shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i mean so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. i think um, i think yeah. you know this year we'll have a queue of people that want to do it because it was it was almost a, a 
kind of the first time you've done it and everybody was a bit like, oh, I don't know if I want to be involved with this lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. By, the, by the end, you had by a queue. By the end, we had a queue and we couldn't couldn't stop people adding yeah. on to the end of the queue. Well, so. well on, on that note, there were the guys, uh, and I didn't realise, we'd literally run out of time. We couldn't go anymore. So they, yeah. the, the, the guys, so they drove their cars round and then we'd drive onto our little red carpet. We'd um, gone halves with the guys from, flat, uh, from Porsches by the Lake to have this kind of lighting rig yeah. there. So the cars would be looking resplendent under there. The owners would talk through the car, etc that was really nice they were all kind of personal stories etc however at the back of the queue and one of the the cars we didn't get on were the guys from the rnli doing like the charity run yeah and uh, i only found that out afterwards so i was really gutted considering like you know it it wasn't for them it was for a good cause so you know that was um an unfortunate regret but yeah. regret nevertheless well i think we've learned lots and we'll uh we'll, is that the, we'll get it right this yeah year. is that the 991 with all the stickers all over it? i see it all over the place yeah i'd love to chat to those guys yeah 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 it is yeah maybe it's a guest for next year yeah for, yeah. For, for yeah, the podcast, yeah you know but that's yeah that was yeah, that. that would be it but yeah porsche's by the late for being very different so c- congrats to everybody that, that put on events last year um, for something that we did, uh, I really enjoyed the warehouse thing back in January. Oh, yeah. I think it was our first yeah. podcast recording of the year. You were there, yeah, too, yeah, actually, yeah. weren't you? Yeah, yeah. your yeah. car was inside. Like, um, uh, again, you know, just really cool to see cars in somewhere you wouldn't normally associate. It was January, which if you're an international listener, it's usually Baltic in the UK at that time. So we could stick the cars inside, which meant the event was on regardless of the weather. The guys at Heritage Park Centre were superb offering us their space. Um, and indeed their coffee as well. And we, we recorded a live podcast basically from their staff room with, with all the DNHC. Yeah. So, so that was, that was good fun for, I think for something that we did. It was yeah. a cool venue as well with the cars parked inside. Yeah. 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 Super cool. Really good. Yeah. I'm hoping we can do something again next year, just again, to have a nice event while, uh, the cars would normally be off the road. That's the second one you've had there. You had the 996 celebration the previous year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for, like, for an indoor thing, do, do you know what yeah. I mean? So we're like that that template of like, yeah, um, nine works at the warehouse, we called it. It'd be yeah. nice to kind of do that again. So talks are, are in discussions with the guys at Heritage Park, so we'll see. Mm, but, cool. Yeah. We've got Max's little recording. Hi, fellas. Sorry I can't be with you today, but you won't be surprised to hear that I've got some thoughts to share on the stuff that you guys are talking about. First of which is best show or event of the year as part of this review of the Nine Works year 2023. For me, it's got to be the PTSRS Cars and Coffee event that Lee and I went to in Newport Beach, California. Uh, we were in the States ahead of Rensport Reunion um, and uh, Will, Lee and Amir uh, were organising a PTSRS event uh, at Freelance Coffee in Newport. So we pitched up at that got up really early on a Sunday morning uh, to get down for it. And it was just so cool. You know, uh, Will's attention to detail, the way he lines up the cars, it just makes for a feast for taking photographs and just being around. The people were so nice. Freelance coffee was so nice. The weather was so warm. Uh, I really felt like I was living the California dream. It was brilliant. Um, On the flip side of that, although only because of the weather, uh, I signed up for the Cotswold Rally, the Porsche Club GB Cotswold Rally this year, based actually on the video that Andy and Lee did for YouTube um, last year, where it looked like they had a real good old time. So I pitched it to Mandy that she and I could do it um, as a way of exploring the Cotswolds. 
Uh, so we went along and, I mean, the weather closed in. It was biblical by the end of the day, but we had such a good time. Uh, Mandy drove the whole thing and I followed the tulip map, uh, which I which I really enjoyed. It was a really, really good event. So, you know, credit to Nick Taylor and Simon and everyone, the rest of the Porsche Club GB team. I've signed up for that again next year. Really looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. cracking, Max. But no, great. Well done, Max. Yeah. Good, good calls. Absolutely. Nice. I can't believe that we nearly uh, induced Max into divorce, even though he's not married, <laughs> by doing that YouTube video on the Cotswold Rally. <laughs> I have to say as well, Max at PTS RS Cars and Coffee was similar to you at EV yeah. Motorsport. It just go missing, and whereas you know you uh, had your head in like boxes of spanners at EB, Max was like the other down end the of his lens, yeah, 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 down the viewfinder, yeah, taking all manner of pictures of cars yeah. and very much enjoying the coffee. And, and to be honest, I have to say it was great to see because he was absolutely in his element. Yeah, you know yeah. that that is uh, that's peak Max can, Newman. We, we all yeah. witnessed. I can you, see the stars. Yeah, now. if you were <laughs> wherever it was, Newport Beach that morning, you you witnessed peak Max Newman. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Grand. All right. Well, that's right. show or events. Uh, we're going to move on to trip next. So I guess that Andy is road trip. Yeah. Of some description. I've got two in my list, which is Rensport okay. and uh, Wales. Yeah. Yeah. Well. And uh, yeah, I'm going to stick with Wales, I think, because I just drove the nuts off of my what was new to me SC at the time and totally bonded with that car. And I was going to say that yeah. was your bonding moment. With Absolutely. That car. Yeah. Yeah. It was an epic weekend um so yeah if you can get on to the next trip i think we're probably booked already are we uh, well yeah we are for wales but or any yeah, trip to any be honest trip, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah it doesn't have to be one of ours just get, get on and do it yeah. it's a great way to acclimatize to your car get accustomed to it and bond with it as you said and, yeah. and usually after a road trip you'll come away either understanding how much you love and appreciate the car or, or hate it or understanding <laughs> Yeah, quite definitively, yeah, it's, it's not the on. car for you, and you yeah, need to yeah, sell it. Definitely, yeah. so it's, it's so worth doing. Yeah. So worth. Doing. And we had such a good crew that weekend. It mm. was it was brilliant. But do I remember a contra a small controversy between the two of you, Andy and and uh, Lee, Ooh. at the time? It was. <laughs> what uh, was that? We Lee. met head on. Didn't yeah, we? Oh my god! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't referring to that. I thought oh, I'd read. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd read somewhere or heard somewhere you'd just bought your SC yeah. at the time. Uh -huh. And of course you had your 993 yes. as well yes, at, at the time same did, time. Yeah. And I think you wanted to, Andy, you wanted to take your SC because try it out. Yeah. yeah. With it. I thought Lee, you said to him, no, actually take the 993. I think you're right. Or a last he, blast or something like that. Yeah. Or am I imagining that? No, yeah, that you're dead right. No, I was right. thinking yeah. there. I yeah. was very much team 993 because you were umming and ah and you weren't sure if you were going to sell the 993 or not. Yeah. And I was saying much for, for the sentiments I've just said, you know, have that as a last roll of the dice to see how you get on with the 993 because yeah. you'd, you'd spent a lot of time, effort, money building the car but hadn't really gone for a proper drive. And I, I distinguish a proper drive as a road trip. Yeah. Well, so that, that was done, my... We'd been up into Yorkshire the few weekends before so i was kind of i felt that i was ready to oh okay yeah yeah ready but you were quite right yeah, Nick. yeah that was that. i wasn't imagining it then. no 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 no, 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 no not <laughs> ready to let go <laughs> yeah. that must have been a bit of a difficult de decision though it, uh, well, no well, really? no not after that weekend no, no i was there ready to do it yeah oh, okay. yeah 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 <clears throat> no no regrets no absolutely zero no no oh. yeah it was the right decision Great. excellent yeah so it worked out well that's good yeah, yeah. Definitely. Well, that car found you. I don't know if that... 
It did kind of. Really? Yeah. I, yeah. It was made for you that car. Yeah. You yeah, know, with the uh, very lucky to was it the location just down the road within 10 miles of home yeah fellow engineering type owner for 15 years was it Nine, or something 17 18 years yeah yeah yeah. Wow. yeah pretty mental yeah i remember yeah. someone lumped that car on the dnhc whatsapp group that as people often do you nearly scuffed andy's yeah yeah i think the engine's about to let go <laughs> just anything put people off it's like here's a nice car anyone fancy i think it was max i think max Maybe this is one for you. Yeah. And he's like, no. No, no, no. no. I'll go and see it in the morning. No, I'm first. Pretty much had to, had to bugsy it or shotgun it. You yeah, know, yeah, no definitely. one, I've got first dibs on this yeah, car. Yeah, I've got first dibs. Yeah, as soon quite... as I saw that, it was like, that was like an awesome car for someone. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Right uh, so, yeah, road trip was Wales for you. Yeah, Wales for me. Yeah. Yeah. Which you, you were on, Toby, until the last. Oh. How is the dog oh. now? Yes, yeah. the dog. So the day before, I was going to take my 993 on that trip. Yeah. And then I the uh, I have my 993, the original alarm fob, ancient thing. Oh, yeah. Decided not to work. So I couldn't unlock the car. I remember the panic. And I was running around trying to find a battery. Of course, it's got a special battery. Yeah, it's weird voltage, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't get it anywhere. So I was running around, literally running around Wandsworth at night trying to find this bloody battery. Eventually found one that worked. I was like, okay, great. Packed the bag next morning. I think we're meeting up about mid-afternoon in Wales. Mm -hmm. So I had all the time booked off. Everything was sorted, bags packed. Yeah. Uh, in the morning, just having breakfast or whatever, um, getting ready. Turn around, dogs sitting on the floor with his paw up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, when they injured their paw, they just sit there. He's looking at me with his paw. I'm like, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> uh, what happened there? Uh, and it's just this mystery. No one knows what happened. Uh, but he was just like, he you know, his daddy for I, like, I can't leave him. I can't leave him. Oh, no. Yeah, because that was a Friday. I couldn't get a vet's appointment yeah. in, until oh, anyway. So yeah, I had to, I had to bail and then follow you guys on the WhatsApp group, having a great time <laughs> as I was sitting at home nursing the dog. Oh. Yeah, it was the right thing to do, like, obviously, and, and we are glad that the dog is better now. It was a phantom limp in the end, wasn't it? Yeah, come, come Monday, right? Monday, right fine. <laughs> <laughs> you got to love them, aren't you? Our fairy friends. <laughs> yeah. Any, any other road trips that you managed to escape on? I think you've done a couple. Like I vaguely remember something about the day you bought your nine nine seven. Ah. The day I bought my 997, or, yes, or that was a road trip. Yeah, that was a that was a spontaneous <laughs> purchase. I only deal with people that I really trust. Um, so I've got trusted specialists that I work with, and I'll only ever use those specialists. And I tend to take the cars back to those specialists time and time again. Um, so I mean, Jazz is one that I use. You know, Steve Winter, Jazz, awesome. I mean, the, the, yeah. the guys and Claire, they're fantastic. So I, I take, you know, air cool cars go there and, you know, yeah, absolutely brilliant. Um, and I think uh, I use center gravity a lot for suspension work. You know, Chris, Holly and Pete, amazing. Do a lot of stuff with, with those guys. Um, and uh, and then I was introduced to Paragon <laughs> through <laughs> this uh, podcast channel. I was thinking, oh, it's Paragon. I was talking about Paragon. And then one Saturday, um, I, uh, I, my Pilates class on a Saturday morning was cancelled. I thought, what should I do? I think uh, the week before, two weeks before, you were doing a podcast um, with Paragon. And I think it was Jay was speaking. He said, yeah, people just pop down and have a chat. I'm like, really? That doesn't sound like a, a car dealership to me. But I thought, you know what? I'm going to pop down and have a chat and see if this is real. So I went down there and I literally had a chat uh, for hours 
Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and I've been down there several times <laughs> since. At that time, I ended up buying a GT3, but yeah. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, quite good at selling. <laughs> so I'm coming down I mean, here. I'm not going to buy a car. I walked out with the uh, deposit yeah, of the we'll GT3. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> anyway, they all say that. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, so I took said GT3 for a service um, uh, early this year. And I've always really, really missed my 996.1 uh, early one. I loved that car and I had to sell it for various reasons. Um, and I just, you know, Max is always banging on about the 997.1s. I had a 997.2 GTS, which I didn't get on with personally. Um, it wasn't engaging enough for me and my taste. But I always really wanted, you know, to try a 997.1 uh, manual, rear drive, that's my thing, S. Yeah. And uh, literally, I was going to go down there, booked it in for service, the GT3. Um, and it was like a drop Saturday, you know, drop off, hang around, you know, take it home. So they're only minor bits and pieces. And uh, like two days before, I looked on their website and they had this, uh, this uh, Cobalt Blue, right? 997.1. They don't tend to, to stock those cars. And uh, it had a terracotta interior. Uh, and I've just got a thing for that color combo. I've never seen one before. So I phoned Jamie up and I said, um, Jamie, look, I'm coming in um, on to you know, drop the, the car off just for a, bit, a few bits and pieces. Can I just take the car? For, I'm not going to buy it, but can I, can, I, can I just take that for a test drive just to see how it feels? Yeah, sure. No problem. So I came in, dropped the car off. He threw me the keys and typical Paragon, right? It's wet outside. You know, it's muddy. It's leafy. It's not good. Yeah, take the car out for a spin, you know, and take over 10 minutes. Half an hour later, I come back mm. with this car with a massive grin on my face. I was like, oh, I'm going to have to phone home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not coming home. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up putting a deposit down on this car because it's so unique. It's like a unicorn. I absolutely fell in love with this yeah. car. Uh, anyway, so yeah, road trip. I mean, I went to pick it up the following week. I took my daughter down there uh, because we were going to um, to Bristol at a you know, family event. And I picked up this car and we went uh, to Wales uh, and then down to Bristol and back to London. Then I went up to Boxing Gas on the way to the Lake District for you know to go and see my mum and family holiday. Came back down to London. And I tell you, I did 1,400 miles in 14 days. Absolutely lovely. Did, 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 did you manage to get the bread and milk that you popped out for? <laughs> <laughs> but it was great. Yeah, so part of that was with my with my daughter. And again, it's about Lovely. experiences, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah so there yeah. you have those sort yeah, of memories. Yeah. Um, and then just, you know, yeah, it was great. Yeah, and I think you know, going to the, the Lake District where my mum lives, I mean, I love driving up there. Yeah, it's not for everyone, you know, because the roads are very tight. You know, you you can't speed up there. You've got sheep around or tractor around any corner. You've got stone walls, right? So you need yeah, small yeah. cars. You need to know the roads a little bit yeah, um, and be sensible. But, you know, if you've got the right car up there, it's absolutely amazing. So, yeah, I love going up there. So mm-hmm. so for me, that was it, you know, and it was great. There's a, there's a, great. some added colour to give to that story. So before you went to look at the 997 at Paragon, you, you'd obviously it, it found you through through some some medium and uh i met you because you kindly let me drive your gt3 for a video and afterwards we went for a coffee and uh, we sat down and you said oh i'm going to paragon at the weekend it's in this car 997 terracotta interior blah 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 and you're saying you know i'm gonna kind of look at i'm not buying it i'm not buying it <laughs> i haven't said not. anything at this point yeah. and you know it's already on the defense i'm not buying it i'm just gonna go and have a look 
by, the, by the Monday. The only thing is, historically, I am the most considered, I'm a bit like Max, maybe not quite as extreme as Max, but, you know, I, I like to do my research and really think right, carefully yeah, yeah. about what I want and, yeah. and look for it. You know, so I'm not a spontaneous buyer. And I've spontaneously bought two cars from Paragon. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. In the last year. <laughs> Brilliant. Amazing. Brilliant. So, yeah, so your loaf of bread run in the 997 was your favourite trip. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And every time I say to my wife, just pop down Paragon, she said, uh, what, don't? Yeah. Don't know, don't think so. <laughs> Nice. Quality, absolutely quality. Uh, Nick? Well, I'm not sure I can top that, actually, but... Uh... Given that I had to cancel a lot of trips, I'd say um, the best trip I never went on was a Norway trip. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, I yeah, you were down for it. I literally, oh, I was booked, yeah. I was ready, yeah, bags yeah. packed. I had to cancel literally the day before. Yeah, but oh, you kindly it. kept kept me on the WhatsApp group, so in a way, I kind of followed you all the way through. So it was a trip, uh, sort of trip that never happened, which I enjoyed. Yeah. So if I can be allowed to go back a little bit, the previous trip was the nine nine six, sort of the anniversary trip. To the museum, I know it was the year before, but I thought that was That's absolutely allowed. awesome. Yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. awesome trip. That looked and awesome. That looked really good. It did, and of course you repeated it th- this year. But that that was just something special. But yeah. that was nice to do because it was all nine nine six. It was a bit of a brotherhood yeah, going exactly. on, you know. Yeah, it was exactly. all these different expressions exactly. of the fifth generation nine eleven. It was it was cool. But we are going to Norway in twenty twenty four. So I gather, you know, yeah, at, no, no, I'm up you know, for it. You know, Particularly if, if you fly there. Yes, well, we are flying. Indeed. Is yeah. that confirmed? Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Oh, then yeah. I'm on. Yeah, it's podcast Definitely exclusive. On. We just yeah. need a pilot. How are you at the? Yeah, at good. The, uh, I've got range. my license back, so you're good. <laughs> you're good. No problem. <laughs> Ideal. Ideal. Yeah, no, it'd be yeah. great to have you there, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I was supposed yeah. to be on that trip as well. <laughs> yeah, you probably were. Well, that nine nine six one. I was meant oh, to be on that. Oh, oh, I had yeah. to cancel that yeah. one as well. Oh, yeah. oh the family crisis. Another one. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, road trip for me, yeah, I've just put, I think it's obvious, i just put America. Just think that was incredible. Yeah. Uh, it looked awesome. Just, just, just encompassing awesome. absolutely everything we did. It was really nice to absorb American culture, which we've covered in a podcast this series, and also touch base with friends, people who have become friends over the years. Hadn't been back since COVID, so it's really nice to get back over there. And, you know, those connections are best formed when you're in front of people, right? Yeah. So that, that was, yeah, that was really special for me. Nice. Maybe nice. next time it's on whenever it is because it's not regular, is it? We don't know. Good to do a group trip. Definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah there's there's no reason why we a can't. A lot of do people that. up for it. Yeah. Yeah. I think as yeah. soon as there's a date thrown out there, we shall get yeah. on Airbnb. Yeah. Brilliant. Right. Should we um should we play Max's um best trip? Yeah. Best trip of the year 2023 for me, I think, can only be uh, our trip to the states for Rensport reunion. Um, I mean, what an incredible event that was. I mean, what a great place we stayed in that Sarah found for us and everything that we did before and after that, um, you know, from Gunther Works to the PTSRS event, to hanging out with Macalow's Classics, to the mega Rensport rally up there, to going on to Sharkworks and hanging out with Alex and Ralph afterwards. Um, I mean... The people that we met were just fantastic. We made some great friendships, did amazing porshing, beautiful country, beautiful weather, great food. I mean, just fantastic. I've had so much F-O-M-O of you two gallivanting around. I'd have loved to have been there, but uh, yeah, couldn't be. You were there at the same time. Yeah, but I was doing other stuff, which was great. You know, I had a great time with my wife. 
and uh, well, had a fantastic, <laughs> fantastic couple of weeks. But these two were off. Yeah, gallivanting around driving. You had a great time with your wife, but you had massive FOMO. <laughs> 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 Did you listen? <laughs> oh, God, it better not be. She's not going to listen to this. Know, these guys were off doing that uh, PTRS you know, <laughs> event, which was obviously amazing, but driving the Gunther Works around mm-hmm. Californian hills. It's oh, pretty wow. dreamlike, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Can't compare the time with your wife. <laughs> oh, no, come on. You're, you're, t- you're taking me down the hole, Toby. <laughs> Right, okay. what's next on the... Yeah, so while, while you guys are tucking into the mince pies, and thanks, Nick, for that. That's superb hospitality. Can we come back next year? Sure. <laughs> no problem. Thank you very much. So next up on our list is Best Individual Drive of Ooh. 2023. Ooh, what Ooh. do we think for that? Yeah, it's, I've got one. Yeah. I'll go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you remember first morning when we were in Wales? Mm-hmm. I got up early. I think I was up at 5.30 and skipped out the door and went for a solo drive up the valley. And then I went to some, I think it's called the Big Pit or something like that. And I just had a momentous little drive by myself. And it was, yeah, the the first moments of bonding with the SC, going back to that. Yeah. Um, And it was just, yeah, absolutely epic. The sun was shining in Wales. Yeah. I mean, when does that happen? Yeah. The, the skies were bluer than blue. Um, wow. It was fresh. It was, there was nothing on the roads. It was just epic. So, yeah, that's my pinnacle moment of the year is that that little drive. Yeah. 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 I, I remember I'd gone for a little run. Yeah, you did, didn't you? And, yeah. uh, and I was jogging along and saw this G-body car coming towards us. I don't think you had yellow lenses at the time. I think. Only fogs. Yeah. 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 And, uh, as such is the way with like the greenhouse of the old cars, you know, you can really see who's driving and, yeah. and I could just see your face with a huge grin on it. Honestly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. On yeah, yeah, you, you, yeah. Were, you were clearly like buzzing, yeah. like clearly buzzing. So yeah, like you said, mate, that was probably the, the first bit of bonding you did with that car, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sorry. The mince pies. Yeah. Full. No, that's great. That's absolutely awesome. Yeah. Great individual drive. Toby, what, what about you? Good, sir. Tricky one. Um, I think the first thing that popped into my mind, so I bought this, um, so for my wife's um, 50th, we, I, I hired this car. You know, so I thought we'd go away for a nice weekend, somewhere nice, romantic, nothing to do with cars. <laughs> Silverstone. <laughs> just, just happens to be near Paragon. <laughs> and this was down in Kent somewhere, we're going to a nice place in Kent. Hired this Rolls Royce to go pick up. Day before, Rolls Royce broke down. Typical. Right? <laughs> I said, uh, oh, "Damn, I've, you know, I've got this organised. It's my wife's birthday weekend. Everything else." Um, I said, "What else you got?" He said, "We've well, got this. Uh, well, I've got a 911." I was like, "Oh, uh, okay. Let's say that." Thinking, "Oh my god, she's going to think I've just booked this weekend <laughs> yeah, just to go yeah, driving yeah. around in Porsches." Turns up, uh, and uh, he said, oh, "Here's the car, 1970." She said, "Oh, same year as my birthday. How romantic!" He said, "Yes, that's what I did. I hired a car the same age as you. Just happened to be a Porsche." <laughs> anyway, so we drove around this um, this uh, old uh, long hood um, T, and uh, it was. Bit of a rabbly old thing, but it was great. I just loved the experience, and I thought, you know what? I, I really, really like these older air cool cars. So I submitted to Steve Winter at Jazz, and uh, with you know about what types of car to look for because a bit of a minefield. These cars, if you, if you buy wrong, you know you're going to pay. Anyway, so I found this car, 
and it was a, a 69 uh, E Bahama yellow being restored, etc. Um, and it wasn't quite running right. Um, so just, you know, spoke to Steve, he had it shipped, shipped, shipped the car down to Steve to look at it and he said, oh, it's a great car. Um, you know, it just needs to be finished off, you know, and uh, a bit <laughs> of snagging. <laughs> so, a vague term. Yeah, and uh, there was quite a lot of snagging to do on this car. <laughs> but uh, what I didn't really think about was these cars. Of course, you, you do, you find something wrong with it. You've got to find a part. Right? And it takes some time to find that part. Yeah. Meanwhile, the technicians moved on to another car. By the time they go back to your car with that part, they find the next part that needs you know yeah. to source. So it takes quite a long time. So anyway, so this car's you know been away for quite some time, and um, and and then I it's ready for pickup, you know. And I think uh, I picked this car up, and it was sort of coincided just before the nine nine three event. Oh yes, yeah, 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 the Tony Hatter event. Yeah, uh, and I was meant to be taking the nine nine three, which was actually funny enough. You know, similar story. It was waiting on a part, so that was unavailable. Um, and uh, so I took the the E. Yeah, you know, and uh, I was thinking, is it going to last? Is it going to last? <laughs> it <goes down?" laughs> right. I mean, it hasn't been driven for so many years. Yeah. This car, yeah, you know, it wow. needs to be driven. And Steve said, you need to put a thousand miles on this car before Christmas. Wow. You know, okay. to really, you know, to get it yeah, you know, bedded yeah. in. Yeah. And I hadn't really driven it that much, so I thought, you know what, let's just. Go down to Bournemouth, right? Why Take not? Take it out on the wettest day of the year. It was pouring, <laughs> yeah. absolutely pouring, standing water and all the rest of it. And uh, yeah, it turned up. And I think on the way down, it was um, Thomas the Porsche Hunter, right? He was there. Yeah. You know, so I think from a previous podcast, the two Norwegian guys, and he jumped in my car. He's big on the old, 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 uh, you know, um, long hoods, et cetera. Yeah. And uh, he's telling me all the history of the car. He's telling me all this wow. stuff about the cars. Like, fantastic. And on the way home after was my proper, first proper drive. Okay, it was at night. Yeah. You know, but it was just roads empty, completely empty, no one around. Uh, and it drove so nicely. And I thought, you know what? This is just amazing. I loved it. It's just something about the silence and the, well, you've got the, the engine, right? But it's yeah. just you and the car and the open road. And this is pretty much how it was a Californian car. I could almost imagine the, the original owner, uh, who I still talk Brilliant. to via email, funny enough, um, you know, doing the canyon runs, all the stories he was telling me in his car. And it was almost like me, you could hear you know, all those years later, doing exactly the same, but just doing it on the... Uh, uh, the M4. <laughs> <laughs> in the pissing rain. <laughs> in the pissing rain. Not quite the same, though, is it? <laughs> yeah. There you go. No. Amazing. That, that's what, so I, I guess when you were, some, something I'd like to know is, when you're in that drive at the time, you, you're driving along there, you're saying like, you know, all the emotions you felt. Does, does that make the amount of time it was spent on the ramp worth it? Or, or is that still kind of a bone of contention with you? Nothing obviously to do with like jazz, just it, it's an old car, right? And it's perhaps proved a little bit more maybe frustrating as an ownership experience than you'd have thought or or what? Be keen to know because I sort of put words in your mouth in a previous podcast. <laughs> um, I knew what I was getting into. Okay. I knew those cars, you know, you can get into a restoration if you're not careful. Mm-hmm. Right? You can uncover something which turns into something much more serious. Yeah. So I knew the car was solid because I had it shipped down before I bought it. I had it shipped down to Steve. He put it on a ramp. He looked at it. And I thought, okay, well, Steve Winter himself is telling me this is a good car. Right? And the restoration has been done well. It just hasn't been put together you know, properly. 
uh, by someone who really knows these B-series cars. They're like one-year special, apparently. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the first year after the short wheelbase. It's the first year of long wheelbase. It keeps the mechanicals hanging over. And then from 70 onwards, you know, the C-series onwards, it's different. So that was a one-year Californian special car. So you have to know how they're put together, apparently. I've learned since. You know, so it's just a case of a lot of snagging. Mm -hmm. Um, And, um, yeah, so for me... Yeah, it would be nice to have it done quicker, but I understand, you know, why it takes, you have to do it right, you know, and you have to take your time. If you rush it, then you end up with something which is not going to be what I want. Yeah, right? and, um, and maybe that contributed to how awesome that felt to drive the car back from Porsche Bournemouth that night. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. And it, the you're starting to get the, um, the feeling that it's not going to break down on you. You know, it's yeah. something that's reliable and you're, you're bonding with it and... Th- getting trust in it you're trust starting to trust it and that's yeah. that's a really good feeling i mean yeah, why my wife that. thinks i'm weird because she i say i've got a relationship with a car <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't understand yeah. Yeah, do how not, can you have a relationship yeah. with a car of course you know, do, yeah. but actually part of that process for me that the sort of searching for a car the buying a car is is a start of a start of a relationship <laughs> right? but then but then having it mechanically checked over by people that you trust, who I mentioned earlier, and having them turn around and say, actually, it's really good, but you could do X, Y, Z. Do you want to? And then going through that journey of just having it tuned to how I like to drive my cars actually mm. helps me bond with it more because I understand yeah. the car more. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, so, yeah, it's all, it's all part of the journey. And um, I'll tell you what, it's been awesome since I picked it up. I've done 700 miles in it now um, in just a few weeks and uh, through biblical rain and all the rest of it. And it's absolutely, you know, perfect. Spot on. Well, right. not perfect, yeah. is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's always something. Never, it's always never something, perfect. but, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Bonding, bonding, yeah. Yeah, nice. Nick, what about yourself? Yeah, so I, I haven't had many opportunities this year, but I must say the memorable one was when I went to Goodwood uh, Revival, uh, which in itself is a fantastic event, as we know. Um, but, you know, every time I go from here to Goodwood, which I've been many times, my sat-nav does the usual M25, you know, A3, but then as you come off, every time it takes me down a different route, <laughs> which is, I don't know how it does yeah. that, but fantastic. So this time I really thoroughly enjoyed it. It was my first time getting out in, in the 996, um, you know, Petersfield. And you'll you yeah. know all the great roads. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the weather was downs. stunning. It was that very, very hot weekend as it happens. Yeah. So that was a very memorable drive. Lovely. You know, want to try and repeat that, of course. Yeah. yeah. My 996 itself, uh, I've got um, Scott at Barnsport, who's kind of adopted the car from day one. Mm-hmm. He comes here or he used to come here for mobile servicing. You know, when I first bought it, he yeah. did the whole check. And we've got a checklist I'm going through with him. We're just basically replacing what needs doing. I'm less into modding, certainly not this car. So I want it back as stock. But we'll talk about the gravity, center of gravity um, suspension at some point. But, you know, but slowly, you know, I want a car that's totally reliable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So all the components are being changed as, requ- as required. So, you know, it's nice to have a car that you can jump into. And know it's solid. Yeah. I think that's great. I mean, yeah. I'm a firm yeah. believer in, in upkeep with maintenance. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Don't Nothing miss. worse than deferred maintenance. Yeah. I don't miss anything, you know, which is fantastic. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely best yeah. to be proactive rather than reactive. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, my individual drive. So I don't like to go, well, I've got two, but I have got two. And I'm finding it very difficult to split. So I want to go one that's professional, one that's personal. 
So my professional favourite drive of the year uh, was, or individual drive, was the drive in the millionth 911. Oh, yeah. Just because uh, I think of what that meant as a Porsche journalist, in some aspects a Porsche historian. Um, As I've touched on in the podcast before, you know, what that car signifies and what it means to the company, to be able to drive that was, was very cool. But I guess from a personal point of view, uh, I was given a 930 Turbo from the good guys at Macalos Classics in San Diego. Shout out to those guys. Legendary. They're just basically, excuse me, amazing kindness. Gave me a car to just drive. I was with Laura at the time. This is before Max flew out and we we began working and, and taking pictures and videos and whatnot. Laura and I were just sightseeing and, and they gave us this, uh, yeah, 77 Turbo, I think it was, or 76. I think it was 76, first year they were allowed in the States. And um, four-speed, non-intercooler. It's my literally my favourite 911 Turbo of all time was that car. Complete luck. And uh, I've just got warm memories of driving down PCH with Laura, who's not really fussed on cars at all. Yeah. I'm really not fussed on air-cooled cars as it goes. Very quick to point out that there's not a lot of room... For ladies or anybody with, you know, longer legs, you can't really stretch out in an air-cooled car. They, you know, that, that bulkhead kind of yeah. comes along pretty early doors, doesn't it? But that that was so special. I think I definitely enjoyed that more than Laura. But it, it was nice to have that. And there was no work required, you know. Very lucky to drive these cars, but obviously there has to be an end product, whether it's a magazine article yeah. or, or a video. So that was just outrageous luck. I think I was one of the luckiest people on planet Earth that day, to be honest. Mm. So very nice cool. Drives. Very, very nice. special drive for me. Lovely. Mm. Shall we hear from uh, Max, see what he's got uh, got stored up for that? Yeah. Best individual drive of 2023. That's a funny one. It'll either make you laugh or I'll get edited out of this section of the podcast when I tell you that they were both in trucks. Um, so the first one, the Rensport Rally that we did up from um, Peckler, Porsche Experience Centre LA, all the way up to Monterey. Uh, for Rensport Reunion, organised by um, the amazing Andrew Hoyt, the wonderful Andrew Hoyt, who's become a great friend, um, and his um, and his team. Uh, I did all of it in our in our Nissan pickup truck hire car, but that doesn't matter because it was a it was a vehicle, literally and metaphorically, for the experience of the event, the scenery, the Pacific Coast Highway, the people. Um, I mean, what what a mega event. Um, the other, though, more recently and closer to home and still a truck, was actually in my McCann Diesel at the weekend. Um, I woke up really early on Sunday morning, which was a pretty tricky day weather-wise for a lot of people. Um, the day of the Porsche Club GB Christmas event up in Warwickshire that I was going to. Um, what that was doing for me, though, personally, it was getting me away from a you know an ongoing, really tricky situation giving me something to look forward to. I knew going to that event, I was going to see some great friends who I was really looking forward to chatting with and hanging out with and talking about cars with, escaping with, if you like. Um, And I was on the road really early. The weather was bad and getting worse. But I was in the McCann. I felt like I was in the right tool for the job. Didn't know what I was going to find. Didn't know if I was going to get there or not. But I was well up for trying. So there was a bit of a spirit of of adventure as well as those other external factors. And, you know, the McCann was a brilliant companion for that. 
Oh uh, yeah, the spirit of adventure is such a, a thing of part of these sort of road journeys is to actually have this sort of thing that seems a bit difficult to achieve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But and also not to be underestimated, there is the the power of driving your car as meditation. Yeah, you know, yeah. we've all got different stresses mm-hmm. and whatnot in our lives, and yeah. and, and it is it is a, a, a route of escapism for Absolutely. all of us in, yeah. in in different ways and to differing degrees. So that was kind of a, a good point well made there, Max. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Right. Biggest surprise. Anybody want to jump in? Yeah, I think I'd like to jump in on that one. Uh, it's the it's the Dakar, actually. In the, I know it's his, huh. it was last year's car, in a sense. Yeah. But uh, clearly, it's this year we start seeing them on the road. Yeah. And I think I was a bit like Lee before, uh, slightly not sure what he was all about. And um, having seen one in the flesh, which I did earlier, I thought it looked better than it it did in the photographs, yeah. which is good because I'm not normally a fan of these add-on black, you know, Dual type stuff. Bits, yeah. I'm just not a fan of those. But yeah. on the Dakar, they've got it absolutely right. So personally, that that was a bit of a surprise for me how good it really was. Yeah, and of yeah. course, in reading about the drives now, people driving them, they really are fantastically made, aren't they? It's, it's funny because I I can't recall another 911. This is that has divided opinion so much. Mm. Everybody's got an opinion on it, yeah, yeah, and they are all over the shop. And and more crucially, I think people are coming round to it. I am coming round to it, but some people are completely converted, haven't driven it, or haven't seen it, like you have, Nick, yeah. like you were saying. Quite a compelling argument. Do you know what? If I was listening to our re- podcast from last year, doing the same as we're doing now, the review of last year, and your surprise was the Dakar. What that Porsche had done it that had done it that okay, actually yeah. happened yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and i think wow. you were very enthusiastic about it back then yeah so it's quite interesting isn't it how you yeah how things change yeah, yeah. a little bit yeah, yeah. I, i've had i've had it before like what, what i think but that's that's like uh yeah it's, it's interesting that it's taking you to like to see one and be like mm, actually yeah, yeah, yeah. i kind of like yeah. that yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah although i'm so it's a bit ironic at the moment because those people who've got one drive one perfectly made as a daily certainly for our roads yeah because we don't yeah. have the big mountains and fields yeah we've got the roads that potholes it just seems ironic from a pricing point of view for a porsche that is a very expensive vehicle relatively yeah. speaking yeah yeah which is sort of contrary to a daily mm-hmm. you know if it was a daily you might the pricing may be a bit more let's say a bit more mainstream yeah, yeah. you know that's interesting but I, I'm pretty sure there'll be some offshoots of this I think given the right, success yeah. of the Dakar yeah. itself they'll be doing some Trim some other trip than, yeah, yeah I think so projects, I think yeah. so I don't mind diving in with my biggest surprise uh, of 2023 was generally the setup at Guntherworks oh yeah so you'd been there last year yeah. Andy yeah uh, Max and I hadn't, so we turned up, and obviously I've seen a fair bit of them in the media. They'd been in Total 11 magazine. Kyle had reviewed what was the 400R prototype at the time. Yeah, obviously now morphed into what we know as the coupe. But I was astounded with the setup there, not only with the size of it, but also, and I've said this on the podcast, just how open the guys there were. None of this, you can't shoot this. We prefer if you didn't ask that. It yeah. was point and shoot. Do what you like. Wow. Take take this speedster. Don't don't come back till you've hit the red line amazing we need more people like Guntherworks in this industry i think yeah with, without a doubt that was that was phenomenal and and to see how they have yeah productionized that concept is nothing short of phenomenal yeah impressive cool. place isn't it very very yeah. very cool biggest surprise without a doubt no nice good what like about that. you toby 
I had the Dakar Ooh. down similar, specifically the pricing. Right. You know, the price of the Dakar for me was, it's very expensive. Yeah. Yeah, for what it seems to be. Yeah. Yeah, and I think also your feedback, I think, Lee, you said, I mean, you made a point, right? You'd expect it to be designed for UK roads, but maybe it's not actually got the compliance for the UK roads. Uh, maybe with a bit of tweaking, I'm sure it can be, mm-hmm. you know, sorted out. But um, yeah, so that was a big surprise. The other one was the ST when it came out. Yeah, we've been talking about the ST. We've been hearing about an ST and it came out to absolutely stellar reviews. Mm. Um, so again, probably not surprised that it appeared, but I was surprised at just the the huge amount of appreciation this car got straight away out of the box. Um, and think it was it water roll. Um, he said it was the best car. He, I mean, he was glowing about it, mm. yeah. right? And uh, he doesn't tend to, you know, he's not a marketing guy, right? No, he says true. it how he is. And, but he was absolutely, you know, in awe of this car from, from what I understand. Mm. So, uh, mm. yeah, and for such a big car, you know, and they seem to really have nailed the brief. And to, to be able to make a car like that in today's world, amazing, fantastic. And that for me was a surprise that they can actually make cars like that today. Oh, bang on and fantastic context there toby because yeah you know other cars going down the ev route and porsche are still banging out highly emotive naturally aspirated engines with crazy red lines and everything else that's a yeah fantastic point uh, andy i'm going to play max's biggest surprise of 2023 is probably that i sold a porsche 911 and left myself with no porsche 911s um, you know, a couple of years ago, who would have thought that that would ever be the case? Uh, but I did it uh, to facilitate another Porsche experience, which is the Boxster uh, 981S that I've got at the moment and I'm really enjoying. So it does feel a bit funny sometimes uh, being a, not being a 911 owner, uh, but, um, you know, it's all good. Try it. He'll be back. He's already talking about it. He's missing it. I know. I can just tell. (laughs) He's itching. He's itching for the spring to come. (laughs) Offload his box turning the inner 911 again. But again, as we've said before, the fact that he's allowed, you know, he's kind of curious. That's why I went for that Boxster, scratched the itch, yeah. and and can still kind of attend all these wonderful Porsche-oriented events. As you know, I don't know another company that can offer such variety of yeah, product yeah. Yeah. for that. That's yeah, good. Andy, what about you? Biggest surprise? Uh, mine was a, another self-centric one, which was another Wales. <laughs> it mm. seems to go back to Wales, doesn't it? Uh, and that was being able to keep up with the uh, 991 Turbo S's and 992 Turbo S's in a a 45 year old car how the hell is that capable how how does that work it's all down to the driver obviously well i must have been pedaling well yeah could you (laughs) can you pound on the back for us please toby just (laughs) (laughs) exactly but yeah how can a it's inconceivable that something that is 45 year old even though it's had a you know it's it's a good car how can that happen well what types of roads Wales roads, right. so little, yeah, yeah, back roads, but it's just it's epic. I, I think, epic. yeah, but you can drive. I think a, a smaller, yeah, lighter, more agile, more nibble car, you know, versus they're big cars. Point yeah. to point, I yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah on yeah. the right roads, I reckon. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, absolutely great driving. But, inside, but, but take but, any yeah. other forty-five-year-old car, yeah, and try and get it to do that. Yeah, yeah, it just wouldn't happen. So that's mm. that's my mm. surprise is that a Porsche that's 45 year old can 
can achieve that when and nothing else can what, even get yeah, close to yeah, it. Yeah, what, what, what I would say to that is like the, you know, you were driving like your hair was on fire, uh, you know, having having great fun, but, but you know, sensible speeds, really, semi-sensible yeah. speeds, you know, the, um, the capabilities, particularly, you know, these modern Turbo S's, is absolutely ludicrous, you know. So, like, if the guys were driving uh, emotively like you were, like their hair was on fire, uh, the, the the pace that they would be doing would be scary. Do, do, do you know what I mean? So, like, I think it says something for an older mm. car, less power, less weight, and, and more point-to-point, yeah. point, you know. Like they've, they've, there's so much in that Turbo S arsenal. The issue is it's being able to deploy it and when to deploy it. Do, 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 yeah, do yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So, it's like, you know, they're 10... Your ten tenths is going to be their six tenths or, or whatever it yeah. is. Do, do you know what I mean? But it, it, it raises a really good point of who's having more fun. Oh yeah, generally, yeah. you yeah. know, mm. who's yeah. having more fun and who's engaged more in that particular drive. But if you're doing long distance, you don't want to be engaged that much, right? Because you'd be too tiring. But if yeah. you want going out mm. and having fun, you know, you can uh, have a lot of fun in a in a slower car. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, definitely. Maybe it should be um, a, the surprise of the eyes that were in looking in the rearview mirror. That there was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was there <laughs> all day. Unshakable Brooksy, just going nowhere. He's there. <laughs> Brilliant. Hundred percent. Uh, what was your best car driven then, Andy? Oh, You're not allowed to say God. your SC. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to say that. No, I've got a, quite a good list this year. The nominations are. Jeez, yeah. Uh, God, which is the most... I didn't drive it for that long, but the one that uh, really sort of sticks in my mind as what an absolute shitting beast it is, is uh, 997 GT2 RS that Nigel let me drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Again, it goes back to turbos. You know, last year I would have talked about the roof turbo. Um, and I put myself down as a, a normally aspirated guy as far as driving cars. But yeah, again, that car just amazingly raw and so quick and on the edge of everything. It's yeah, just that was something that, that really sticks in my mind. That's a proper car. It is. It's mental. Mental. So I think I'm going to just about stick with that. But other notables were um, obviously the 914 from 1511 that we drove just the other week. That was pretty amazing. Um, The speed of that thing, the noise of it, it was just fantastic. Felt so good. Uh, Cam Manufacturers, 912C, what a hoot that was. Um, But yeah, I think I'm going to come back to that GT2 because that was really good kind of surprise it maybe that should have been my surprising point actually and how much i liked that mm. um but yeah I'll, I'll stick with that as my best car driven it's this a, year it's a yeah the bar has been set great what, choice what, yeah what, yeah, what, what are you saying toby oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh well luckily i do have a gt uh experience in there yeah um I, i'm a huge fan of the 996 platform massive fan um and uh, I bought a said GT3 uh, from Paragon. So it was a 996.2 GT3. Um, and I'll be honest, I didn't get on with it. So, I mean, I do like to mod my cars a little bit, but I like to, okay. not so mod them. I like to dial them in. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think, you know, all Porsches are fantastic for dialing in for, for what you want. Um, and it wasn't quite doing it for me, particularly on B roads. Yeah. It was very hard. Right? And, uh, you know, 
because it didn't have the compliance, it would then skip because it would lose the contact patch, etc. Um, and so, uh, and I took it on a track day, um, Thruxton. So Porsche Club GB do these intro to track days. I shouldn't talk these up because all the places would go. Uh, but, <laughs> but, I mean, it's like, what is it? I've just written it down here. So uh, th- I think it's 365, no, 385 pounds for Porsche Club member. You go to Thruxton and you have instructors there all day long. That's they limit the number of cars and you just go round and round and round in batches and you have instructors with you as much as you want all day. Oh, right? oh. And it's just really, 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 really good. So I took it out on the on, um, at Thruxton. Great. I was like, this is what this car's designed for, but it's crap on UK roads. Yeah. So I went back to Centre Gravity. We did, you know, we did lots of work on my previous 996. Um, and, uh, yeah, they absolutely nailed it with the bespoke setup. So, uh, again, Chris is like, yeah, no problem. Yeah, we can put a bespoke setup, uh, a Toby Dar spec uh, GT3. Um, and uh, so they changed all the springs and um, damper settings, etc. cetera. And, uh, and I said, it's about flow. I want flow. I don't want to be fighting the car down B roads. I want flow and want level compliance, but I just love that feel to the steering wheel. That, that 996, you know, the really? steering feels Absolutely. just lovely in those yeah, cars. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I drove it and it was amazing. It was like, oh my God, you absolutely nailed the brief again. This car is now really, really good on B roads. Right? It's got that flow. Uh, it's not skipping around. You know, you don't fight it. Um, and I took it back to Thruxton again um and to do back-to-back compares it was amazing around the track right so for me that was the best you know the 996.2 gt3 but with the center gravity setup on it yeah i mean yeah. what a car what a car that that's quite a pleasing answer really for, it seems to me outside because a substantial investment you know not just buying the car but then perfecting the the geo and and you know time up at center gravity and whatnot you've put a lot into it so that's really nice to, to hear that that has all been completely worth it again and you've been like rewarded handsomely with how that drives now that makes you feel when you drive it feel right and that for me is all about what these cars are mm-hmm. is about engagement and how they make you feel everybody's after different things you know but i know what i like now after playing around with lots of cars um and you know to get a car where you just feel connected and you feel part mm. of the car mm. and you've got that relationship with the car magic yeah, right? yeah that's yes. where the magic is yeah without a doubt awesome toby awesome i'm, uh, I'm gonna go out at a tangent here for reasons mentioned i haven't had much chance to drive many cars this year but uh, and and on this podcast at the risk of uh, putting my head in the lion's mouth <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so there's been a, there's a company called Everati who make electric classic cars. Okay, so just bear with me while I tell you this. Um, and you know, for us, it's, it's, it's a no-no in that sense. Certainly, a classic car with electric. Why would you rip out a beautiful, you know, engine and you know, etc. Anyway, the owner convinced me to to have a test drive, which I did not so many months ago. It looks it is they've got their one in this. It's a 964 in the Gulf livery. Yeah. And uh, you get in it. So they've done a lot of engineering in as much as one of the problems with these electric cars is a weight, weight distribution and all the usual stuff. But they've really gone back to basics and, 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 and done the weight distribution in virtually the same way as an original petrol engine car would be. So the battery is not just plonked uh, elsewhere. So in the handling, you can tell. Not that I've driven many 964s, but, you know, enough. But what kind of, not convinced me enough to buy one, but I really enjoyed it, is they've also managed to 
bring in sound, an engine sound from, the, from, from your phone on the app, but more so a little bit of vibration. There's physical vibration behind you. You genuinely, you forget there's an electric engine or electric motor in there. Mm-hmm. You th- almost at times think, you know, when you mesmerize, when you're going around, around bends or whatever, you think it's a real engine, real as in, you know, yeah. ICE engine in the back. Yeah. So that's quite a, you know, so in a sense, I kind of enjoyed that. Is Not it? enough to be to buy one. <laughs> it's costly. Yeah, it's huge cost. But, but it was kind of you know eye opener in a sense to see how what can be done. Yeah, yeah. it's certainly pioneering in picking a, an EV. I wonder does the car deposit uh, small amounts of oil on your drive as well for like the, the quintessential nineties <laughs> you know, experience? I am sure with technology you can build that in. I am sure that's possible. You can sit in your house and press a button. <laughs> It'll soil your garage floor. Of course, of course. Yeah. Just like Brilliant. the real thing. You know? That's right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, crack it. Right. Alternative view as well. Yeah. Uh, Max's view. The best car I've driven in 2023 slightly took me by surprise, I have to admit. Um, I went out for the day with my uh, friend and super snapper, Simon Jessup. Um, and uh, we, we were doing a shoot with some cars. Um, and that involved me driving, um, amongst other things, his 3.2 Carrera, a G50 car. Um, and I approached that, I have to admit, with some small amount of trepidation. Uh, I hadn't driven a car with a manual gearbox for a while. We'd ended up, um, when I sold the 997 and bought the 991, ended up with a driveway full of uh, automatics. So I hadn't driven a manual for for a while. Um, And also didn't think perhaps that a car of that age, I mean, I know it's only 1980s, so it's younger than me, but I didn't think cars that old were my my jam, really. So um, I thought it might be a bit hard work. And, And I've got to say, I absolutely loved it. Even straight away, I loved it. I think... Uh, just driving through Oxford on a Sunday morning, a quiet Sunday morning. The feeling of the controls was lovely. I really enjoyed that. Uh, the, you know, how mechanical the car feels. And then after the photo shoot, as we went out and drove a bit more quickly on some country roads, it was just an absolute joy of a car to drive. I was totally bewitched by it. And as I've talked on and off, about uh you know since then since february when that happened i would love one day to own um to own a 911 like that absolutely fantastic things max is going to be in a impact bumper before we know it I think so, yeah. yeah it's going to happen uh my best car driven just to finish this question off oh sorry mate yes that's no, all good I apologize um, all good so oh okay sort of two quick one uh the the best 911 I've ever driven, even prior to the America trip, was the Sharkworks GT3 RS 4.1. Alex of Sharkworks kindly let me drive another one over there. They're the latest one in their build, and, and it has only rammed that point home evermore. It's just the best car I think you can hope to drive with a Porsche badge on the front. There's a video coming on that, so I won't give too mm. much more uh, colour to that just yet. So I, I think for this year, really, then, I will go with the 992 RS actually and, and and much like your what you guys were saying with your best drives could also be biggest surprise that car for me was an unbelievable surprise as soon as it came out you judge it on looks hated it mm. still at this point i'm struggling uh, to get over the wing mm. certainly struggled to see over it <laughs> but uh still still kind of 
struggling with that, felt really self-conscious getting into the car, thought I would be when driving it, certainly. And I took you out for a quick yeah. skiz and, and kind of felt that to a degree. But ultimately, when you get in, that car is so mesmerizing in the way that car delivers performance. You're not, you're not worried about how you look. You don't care. Couldn't be further from, from your mind, actually. And again, like, yes, it's a very overt, outlandish thing to look at. But again, it's built as all the, the great Porsches are is, uh, you know, your function will find its form. And I think that is epitomized with that car mm. completely. Yeah. Um, and just its directional changes, its power delivery, it's at the, the, the aerodynamics on that car are outrageous. Again, I'm going to do a video, you're going to get more of it, but like you can feel the aerodynamics in play. It's ludicrous. You know, with the, with the 991s, you have to be going way north of 100 to start feeling wet. With the 992, you don't. Um, again, we'll, I'll go into that more in the video, but again, I, I thought, uh, this is going to be a waste of time driving this on the road. I loved it. Didn't want to hand it back. Even on the UK roads, even on UK roads. Fantastic. And, and actually Andy and I were talking about it. We felt the 992 RS was better damped for UK roads at slow speeds than a GT3 touring. Absolutely. 992. Okay. That's, that's controversial. Well, that is a fact, isn't it? Yeah. You know, so that, and that, that, and we were going down the same sort of roads that had been in the in touring, the touring as well. yeah, 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 yeah. So the RS is more usable. You would not believe a, a, a 525 horsepower RS with 860 kilos of maximum downforce and a radiator in the boot to be more practical, but yes, wow. <laughs> essentially, yeah, Whoa. honestly, it is unbelievable. Uh, when mm. the car came out, I hated it. When I handed the keys back, I was in tears. Loved it. Oh, brilliant. So that's that's yeah, that's that for me. Um, we shall crack on. Yeah. Best podcast episode. Mm. Tough. Shall I go? Yes. Yeah, go for it, Nick. Uh, I love all of them, by the way. They're all best. But actually, when I think back, it was just Jethro Bobbingdon one, oh, yeah. which I really enjoyed. I learned so much. I mean, what can you do to a 996, you know? Yeah. I thought there were limitations, right? So, you know, so that I thought was thoroughly enjoying. We enjoyed yeah. um, listening Ace. to that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that's still, is it our highest? Comfortably our most listened to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not surprised. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Be good to get Jethro on again sometime. Yeah. He what said he was, didn't he? He did, he did, yeah. yeah. It's much unfinished. Lovely guy. Lovely, yeah. lovely guy. Mm. Uh, yeah, great choice. Great choice. Yeah. Toby? So I had to scroll through all the episodes. It's so many, isn't it? There's a lot. You yeah. guys do a lot. Yeah, you work yeah. hard. Uh, one, two, three. Uh, number one was Jethro, so I won't. I won't yeah, uh, yeah. Go there again, but that was very good. Number yeah. two and three, I couldn't decide between Le Mans Inside Secrets, Ben Barker. I really, what a guy. Yeah, that's great. What episode. a guy. And the amount of time that he spent, you know, w with you on that one, I thought was really, really good. I uh, love that one. The insights and the stories, that was fantastic. Um, and, of course, the Mike Brewer, uh, Wheeler Dealers episode. I love that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, was yeah. So, he surprised me. He really yeah. surprised me. I didn't, he doesn't come across as a, as a Porsche file. He doesn't, does he? No, no on no. TV. Yeah. And then when, he, when you get him going, well, in oh fact, you don't God, have yeah. to wind him up much, right? Nah, you nah. just mention, you know, yeah. Porsche, and he's like, he's off. And yeah. the great stories. What a guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah fantastic guy massively massively passionate about his cars and about his industry as well you know yeah. after all these years top top guy great choices in there ben i think uh, for 2024 because the rslr is not racing in fia uh, gt anymore it's the gt3r now 
I think Ben is going to be racing in the other prancing horse for next year. But we would still very much like to visit Small Town Coffee as we did in the summer uh, and do do an event of some description mm. there. But yeah, I think you're right. It was lovely, wasn't it, for a driver to tell us what it's like yeah. from the other side of that car door yeah. when the lights go out. That was out. great. Yeah, that was a good yeah. episode, definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. God, it's so difficult to pick, but I'm going to go detail-orientated for my episode. And that was uh, Will PTRS. I had that on my shortlist. Yeah, I just loved that episode and it was so in-depth and Will's knowledge is unbounded. It's just outrageous. I really enjoyed talking to Will and uh, I think it was a a real excellent episode. It really sort of stood up. Yeah, it, it's mine as well for the oh, same reasons really? as a proper yeah. geek out and, and actually yeah. because will is east coast we had uh, east coast united states we had to do the podcast in quite late in the evening we did, didn't we? Yeah. And, and and it just didn't matter everybody was so chuffed to keep having this conversation yeah. i think we wound up at like 11 o'clock at night I, yeah it was uk late, time yeah but it was just a privilege to chat to someone that loves these cars and this world as much as we do yeah. so yeah same yeah yeah same yeah good right i think max's was ptrs as well being part of the Nineworks Radio crew is um, such a laugh as well as such a privilege that it's difficult, I think, sometimes to pick out a favourite episode um, and we've had such a good time doing it. But uh, I think in, in terms of having a laugh, the Spec Regret episode that we recorded in Lee's back garden after the mid-engine and mates event at Porsche Centre Bournemouth during the summer, that really stands out as uh, something that was really, really enjoyable to record. And that seems to have passed through into the way that people listened to it and enjoyed it and fed back Um, in terms of sharing their own spec regrets and reacting to our spec regrets. And that's become something which has perpetuated within the Driven Not Hidden Collective, um, you know, ever ever since then. So that that episode really stands out, Um, as does the episode that we did with Will Lee. Um, of PTSRS at the turn of the year, which was so interesting, actually chatting to Lee, having swapped lots of messages with him uh, for some time. Uh, It was so interesting uh, having him on and getting a feel for his wealth of knowledge and experience and where it all came from. And then that passed through into the the cars and coffee meet uh, that we went to in California and actually got to meet him and just sort of carried on and cemented that relationship and that friendship. So really fascinating podcast. Still one that's great to go back and listen to, actually. Yeah, full house then, Will Lee. Yeah, to, yeah. To be fair, yeah, from yeah. a presenter point of view, that's, Indeed, that's yeah. fantastic. He had us. Really he charmed cool. us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. So penultimate question is best mod, if if we've done any. I, I haven't, but I don't know, Nick? Um, well, I was, I don't hard think about this. As I said earlier, I'm not into modding in that sense per se, although ironically, my Alfa Romeo, I'm modding to the nth degree, but that's a separate <laughs> subject. <laughs> so I am into modding in that yeah. sense, but not yet into, I guess what, I don't know if this counts as a mod, but I, I had to change the exhaust system on the 996, mm-hmm. you know, it's rusting at the seams, usual stuff. So I've gone for a design tech, um, switchable one yeah. on Scott's. On uh, the fob, is that? Sorry, on a fob is it switchable on the key fob? No, no, it's it's, it's on the on the dashboard oh, okay, original yeah, yeah. original uh, uh, button, as it were. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and that I must say did change the the sound. Yeah, just enough. I mean, it's not blaring, you know, not wake the neighbours up much, but yeah, you know, just that's the, right. the nearest mod. That's a good that one. Sense, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a great one. one. I bet yeah. your neighbours love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah so I'm really enjoying driving that nice. or listening to it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard good things of that. 
and I'm sure I've got another 10 brake horsepower or something <laughs> as a result, or it feels like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always think like a, an exhaust, first and foremost, it's like an emotive experience. Yeah. Mm. And then if you get anything power-wise from it, it's a bonus, but but shouldn't be, and you know, unless you're quarter-miling, yeah, shouldn't, sure. shouldn't be like your number yeah. one thing, no, really. Sure. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That reminds me, I've done the Dansk mod uh, exhaust on my car. That's okay. uh, yeah, really like that. It's just just nice. Is that your best mod? No, it's not. But uh, I'd forgotten that I had done that mod, and it's oh, a, yeah, it's a nice mod on the on the on the SC. Yeah, yeah, uh, really uh, good. And what is your best mod? Best mod is my Renshift. Mm. Really pleased with that, mm. and thank you, Lee, for convincing me. Safely, you brought it. You were debating that. Oh, right? I debated in so out, in hard. Out. In and out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nearly didn't happen, did happen. Yeah, it was, yeah. But uh, yeah, well pleased with that. Really pleased. Cracking. Absolutely cracking. Uh, There's a discount code on our uh, DNHC. If you 10% off. Yeah, yeah, good shout. Very good shout. Brilliant. Very good shout. Toby, best mods? You're not done, this year. I haven't, to be fair. No, I've I've got down best modders, depending on what way you look at it. PS5s, because I just think they're fantastic tyres and will transform. I was having this chat to uh, Neil Blakemore. Uh, RPM the other week, uh, sticking on brand new tires. It does improve the performance of your car in the context of versus, you know, old technology tires. So I, I would say that they are phenomenal, although not N rated, but it's really not an issue, guys and girls. Uh, otherwise, my luggage set for the 40th anniversary. <laughs> I don't know if that's a, a mod version addition. So yeah, yeah, it's been quiet for me for mods this year. Hmm. Yeah, just been um, chasing rabbits, I think, that then fall down holes in terms of problems. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's it for me. Yeah, what about you? Uh, suspension. Has to be. For the Has 996? For the, yeah, for the 996, the GT3. I mean, uh, I, as I said, for me, it's about having that connection with a car. Yeah, but feeling at one, again, it sounds, it sounds rubbish. <laughs> My wife's going to laugh when she hears this. Um, but, uh, you yeah, know, feeling at one with the car, right? And I think, you know, it's, it's the touch points, right? The touch points, steering wheel, gear shift, seats, really important. But how a car rides on the roads that you drive on with the style that yeah. you drive in and getting it dialed in for that is so important, I think. It can turn a car. I mean, when I got my 996.1, you know, had MO30 on it, hated it. I really didn't like that car. Yeah. And I took up the center of gravity. We did, you know, a number of things. Couldn't get it right. I said, all right, if you can't fix this, I'm going to sell the car. He said, give me one more go. We'll do a bespoke setup on it. Um, did that. And it was like, oh my God, you've transformed this car into something that I can really feel and enjoy. And it's got that flow for me. 996 GT3, you know, again, too hard. Yeah, and I didn't, you know, for the roads that I drive on, broken roads in Sussex, right. etc. Yeah, yeah. not fun. Um, and then again, took it to Chris and he said, okay, let me work, you know, do my stuff on it. I can dial it in for exactly what you want. Transforms it, right? Yeah. So for me, getting a car dialed in with the right suspension is so, so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so for me, absolutely, without a doubt, center gravity, suspension, number one. Quality. Absolutely nice. Quality. Yeah. Grant, uh, should we play Max's quickly? The best modification to my car this year, so um, I'm looking to the Boxster here. Um, I think some people might be surprised to hear that it's not the full factory Porsche bootliner that I bought for it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant. (laughs) Um, It's actually the modification that I made to the gear lever. 
So, um, so my car, 981S Boxster, is a, is a manual car, so beautiful six-speed gearbox, um, absolutely fantastic. Uh, but I, I, I had the seat as low as it'll go, and perhaps as a result of that, I found that the gear lever was a bit too, too tall, if you like. I didn't fall naturally, um, although the action itself was like knife through butter kind of thing, just to take something from the Journo playbook if I can for a moment. So um, after driving, so Darren Anderson from RPM very kindly let me drive his 981 Spider for a podcast episode. And that car has a shorter uh, gear shifter. It's common to the Spider and to the Cayman GT4. Um, so after driving that, uh, I decided that maybe I would get that fitted to my car. So, uh, I spoke to Chrissy at Right Tune, um, and he arranged that for me, uh, sourced the item, uh, from Porsche and fitted it for me. And straight away I knew it was, it, it, it was a good move. Um, you know, it, it, for me, it falls more naturally to hand. Uh, it's a shorter throw, makes the shifter feel perhaps even more direct. Uh, maybe more rifle bolt than knife through butter, uh, just to, you know, grab another cliche. Uh, but, you know, the point is it's still a fantastic gear shift, still a fantastic manual gear shift, and it's better than it was before. It wasn't a lot of money, and every time I use the car, I'm using that, uh, and it feels brilliant. And I'm I'm really pleased that, that I did it. And, uh, you know, if anyone wants to have a go and try it and uh, see if they want to do it to their car, just let me know. Yeah, Max Max is on the gear lever as well. Good call, I'd say. Good call. Yeah. Yeah. It's important. Absolutely. What we've got the highlight. Uh, uh oh yeah, so we have got two then. Shit. Yes, okay, yeah, yeah, you were a bit early with your penultimate. Okay, uh I don't mind jumping in quickly on that then. My yeah. highlight of the year was going to the States. I know I covered it slightly earlier, but you come with with you boys, um, you know, looking at you and Max and Yeah. You you Andy and Max as well. I just think doing the the podcast, there's a bigger picture to it. You know, there's a lot of time going into everything. And um, in and amongst all of that, I've really enjoyed uh, becoming really good friends with you, like more good friends with you, and, and also Max as well. And I think for me, the States was kind of the culmination of what has been a really nice friendship made through cars over the past few years. So there, there was, I think I, I mentioned it, over breakfast, I think on the last morning, just saying, yeah, we're in Monterey, we're here because of cars, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and it's really nice to have had that whole experience with two outstanding friends. So oh, that was my highlight. Tear up. So I've been chopping some onions yeah, yeah. there, but yeah, yeah. No, I, as a people person, I thought that was outstanding. Marvellous, marvellous. Mine's, mine's from the same trip, but it's not you, mate. Sorry. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, we we had a 45 minute minute 50 minute conversation with the world famous jerry seinfeld oh, yeah. um yeah so that was pretty much a highlight of the year and it was so interesting and you know somebody that's so i don't want to call him famous infamous is more yeah he's quite you know, he's up there isn't he with somebody that's not only in the sort of comedic world, but also in the Porsche world. Um, you know, he's got so much, um, clout. Involved, yeah, clout in it. Um, and that he gave, you know, mostly to you, <laughs> 
um, as in, you know, he wanted to meet you because of the videos, but I was, yeah, I was very lucky to have uh, sort of tagged along and seen his humility and his just a normal guy uh, and really enjoyed that. It was a, an amazing thing to, to do, to sit there and have a, just a little chat. Like we're having a chat now. It's mm. no different. Yeah. Absolutely. It was just totally normal. Never felt that he looked down on us or uh, felt that he was superior in any way. He was just a really lovely, mm. lovely man. Very surreal. That, that whole experience. Yeah. That, you know, I don't know how you feel about it. I, if that's, I just found the whole thing quite surreal. I don't know. I felt, um, I felt, I think you said that, you know, I felt that you thought that I was kind of, kind of relaxed there and I did feel really relaxed and that's what I really liked about it was that I did feel relaxed in his company yeah um, and just enjoyed it as a as a nice chat yeah yeah it was cool fantastic I, I was a bit more nervous but I think it's because we were in Porsche hospitality without the correct passes yes flagging <laughs> 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 like, like, away in there yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Jerry, you can stay you guys get out yeah, <laughs> yeah. It wasn't you get rid of this fodder <laughs> this <laughs> British fodder yeah <laughs> Hacking. funny toby highlight of the year uh in a way it's similar um it's just a community honestly for me just the amount of people doing stuff yeah yeah the whole the whole nine works the whole um yeah, yeah. dnhc um the, the the groups around that but there's other people right i mean you've got um you know people like uh, andy gregory yeah, yeah, top man. Myself, top I think man. that's. I really amazing want to get doing. down to one of these things. I just have each just, weekend. It doesn't work. It's a bit like you know your your issues. <laughs> yeah. I've been having the same with Andy's things. I just can't can't yeah. get to them. But now you got uh, Andre, who's now set up. You know the Legends same, Drivers yeah. Club. Oh, yeah, yeah, amazing, right? But also the if you speak to them, that you know they're all very wanting to do this together. Right? They don't want to step on each other's toes, and they're trying mm. to choose dates and venues which doesn't overlap with someone else. Yeah. Yeah, so everyone's trying to be very complimentary and that's that that sort of community that collaboration the whole feel of wanting to build something together uh, is amazing right? yeah. and then you go to these things and you see similar people yeah yeah you know? absolutely and you can build sort of you know long-term relationships with people right but again for me it's the, the relationships with the cars the people the community and so for me this year i think has been fantastic you know i think it's been a lot more this year and i'm looking forward to next year already and maybe even some awesome. events i know andre is doing some with legends uh, over the winter but uh yeah looking forward to it wicked, oh, wicked, wicked, wicked. Nick? yeah so i mean apart from echoing what what uh, toby said this whole nine works group just phenomenal the way it's grown this year i mean can't keep up with the messages sometimes but, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> but that's, it, that's a that's a good sign is yeah. it the subgroups that's you know you can see a real biting point you guys have reached which is starting to get real momentum so that's fantastic to see and for us to have been early pioneers with you is just just icing on the cake isn't yeah, it thank you guys but specific uh, highlight was going to goodwood revival this year i hadn't been for many many years mm -hmm. and it's really changed phenomenal to see virtually 90 percent of the attendees in period clothing mm -hmm. and stuff you know that yeah. in itself is surreal uh, but within that, this year, I'm sure they have it every year, they had um, the early 9-11 Cup Series. Oh, races that was on. great, wasn't it? And for the first time, I watched every minute, every second yeah. of three races or whatever it was. That was just phenomenal. And then going in the paddocks to see these cars, these 9-11s, yeah. were just fantastic. Just couldn't, uh, I couldn't. I had a friend with me who was not into cars. He could not get why I was drooling over these early 9-11s. Mm. Just mm. could not understand it, yeah. a bit like you. So, yeah, I, that's a 
real highlight. And nice, it's about nice the people. highlight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good one. Absolutely. Grant, uh, should we play Max's quickly? Picking a highlight of 2023 could be so difficult if you overthink it that I could be here all day. So I'm just going to go with the gut and I'm going to say it is uh, the end of the day that we spent with Sharkworks, um, with Alex and with Ralph. Uh, we'd spent the day with them uh, in a trio of 997s. Uh, Ralph's uh, Gen 1 GT3 4.1 build um, a Gen 2 3.8 uh, with a Sharkworks exhaust, but otherwise stock uh, motor and some suspension bits that um, that Alex was testing. And they were shaking down, Alex was shaking down their latest sort of full build, if you like, a 4.1 on a Gen 2 3.8 RS uh, with the uh, drivetrain mods, uh, suspension, you know, the whole thing. And um, I'd spent a lot of the day, certainly most of the afternoon, with Alex in this uh, Gen 2 3.8, which is just a mega thing. I absolutely loved it. Um, and Lee said, you've got to get in that 4.1. Uh, so I jumped in with Alex uh, for the drive from the lighthouse back to his place. And oh, my God, I've never been in a car like it. Uh, just incredible. Um, I mean, the whole thing was incredible, but the motor uh, it, it still just sticks in my mind. I think about it every day, uh, and that's why it's got to be the highlight of the year. Okay, so next year I will. Next year I will. Next year I will. Uh, European road trip for me. Okay. That's it. It's going to happen. I think last year it was get do more stuff in my like a road trip in my car yeah i did that to wales but this year it's going to be european okay so yeah definitely hitting the european highway yes in my left hand drive sc yeah boom yeah it'll come into its own indeed you know regardless of what side the steering wheel's on yeah 100 yeah great move great move toby easy for me actually get on a nine works road trip <laughs> i've signed Do up it. to three three and i've had to cancel all three oh, for totally. family reasons oh, so next year i'm gonna sign up and actually go there you go <laughs> brilliant I think for me next year, I just want to do everything I've missed this year, literally. I'm yeah. going to be flat out next year. I'll be in every event, every road trip if possible. Um, so that, that's a big one for me next year. Catching up on time, lost time. Yeah. And hopefully to buy a 993S next year. The infamous Beckham car, as it were, you know, so yeah. that's the model that. You got your I need to do set. my homework. Pre- no, not yet. Not yet. Not I might yet. just pop into Paragon if my gym class is cancelled one day. And I'll... <laughs> dangerous. I've got dangerous, dangerous. I know. I know. <laughs> Don't go with Toby. Yeah, exactly. You exactly. two never leave. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, Excellent. that's a, hopefully a full on year next year with you guys. Wicked. Sounds awesome. great. Looking forward to it, Nick. Uh, my next year I will is to take the anniversary on a road trip. Mm. Kind of similar to what you guys are saying, yeah. really. Would have loved to have done it this year. Didn't quite work out. I'd like to get it PPF'd at the front first before I do. But I figure if I was to ever sell that car without going on a road trip, it'd be like going to the Yankee Stadium without watching the baseball. Yeah. Mm. So I want yeah, to do it and, yeah. and, yeah, do it justice, really. Yeah. PPF is an interesting one. I was not a fan or why do people spend so much money on PPF? Yeah. And then when I got my, my GT3, yeah, uh, Jamie was like, do you want to PPF it? I was like, mm, not really. He said, mm, it's got really good paint. 
And I was thinking, mm, I'm not sure. And I spoke to the guys who did it and then and they sort of, yeah, sold me on trying it. I thought, well, you know what? I'm going to give it a go. I'm spending a lot of money in this car. It's very low mileage. It's got good paint. Let's just, you know, let's just do it. What it gives you is freedom. Mm-hmm. I've, mm. I've, I've, you know, you can drive along and hear stones coming up and not care and actually keep on putting your foot down as opposed to in a car Jeez, with yeah. no protection, you hear those stones coming up you and you back off. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think uh, PPF uh, actually really helps, I think, give you more freedom with your car. Um, so I think it's a good idea. You definitely, definitely yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah, without cool. a doubt. For, for the exact reasons you've said, Toby, to be honest, yeah, allows you to, to properly use the car rather mm. than holding back for whatever reason. Yeah. yeah. Uh, lastly, Max. Yeah, go on, Maxie boy. Next year, I will dot 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 god that's um that leaves a whole world of things open doesn't it um tell you what i'm thinking at the moment next year i will not buy a car uh so uh the buying boots uh could well be locked away for next year just whilst i um uh enjoy the things that i've got um and just uh you know just batten down the hatches maybe a little bit at home so um don't feel sorry for me it's not the thin end end of the wedge uh i've got some maybe some little plans some maybe a little couple of little more modifications i might do to the boxster whilst i continue to enjoy that i'm certainly going to put some new tires on it uh come springtime and uh yeah but next year i will not buy a car you can remind me of that next year when i buy a car I think that's because he's buying one this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nicely good. done. There's no way he's going to go. Oh, oh, yeah. Well done, Nick. <laughs> stay off the pacifiers for a year, for a month, for a week. You're not finished yet. Stay, on, stay away from the Nineworks Marketplace. Should we do um, spread the love? Spread the love. Final spread the love of the year. Oh, yeah. on then. You, you look poised. I, yeah, I, 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 am, I am poised and... I would like to point out to the four gentlemen sitting around the table here and to everybody listening at home, I assure you this is not a sponsored broadcast, but I would like to spread the love to my dear wife. Oh, fantastic. Uh, yeah, just uh, as we were talking, I think at the very start of the podcast about like the time it takes to um, curate content. And it's quite funny because as Ali Cusick snapper extraordinaire pointed out you know there is never especially in this modern time there's never a content emergency no we're, we're almost l- lavish to some extent of all this content um so there's never a, a need to put stuff out but nevertheless i think from within there's this thirst to deliver like nice content and it takes time through the podcast and everything else and um often somebody that can be at the brunt of that is is laura and, and i think I just appreciate how lucky I am to have somebody that lets me do that uh, to a degree, <laughs> you, you know? So yeah, I just, I think it's kind of um, appropriate really at the end of the year to say, you know, thanks very much. And I am very lucky. I promise you it's not a sponsored <laughs> podcast, but yeah, I'm, 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 I'm feeling very grateful. Yeah. I'd oh, like, I'd like to good. echo that as well towards my wife as well. Uh, Cause yeah, she's uh, put up with a load of shit. Really? <laughs> but thank you, Sarah. Yeah. Lovely jubbly. Agreed. Keeps us out of trouble for next year, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm not sure about that. <laughs> Brownie points. Good ching. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, gents, yeah, any, any spread the love from, from you guys? Well, I'm not going to say my wife, but yes, to my <laughs> wife, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, thank you for putting up with my car problem. <laughs> my, my, my addiction. Uh, it's a bit of a, no, I shouldn't really say addiction, but it's definitely a passion. 
Yes. Um, First sign of addiction is denial, but carry on. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think, I think, you know, there's, there's specialists out there. I've mentioned a few today already, but I think, you know, there's a lot of specialists out there who put their heart and soul into this business. Um, A lot of them have, you know, very high integrity. Uh, And again, I I spread the love to all of those, you know, real, you know, specialists out there who who dedicate themselves to not only, you know, their businesses, but the, you know, the the community at large. Um, And, uh, and to be honest, they're very respectful of each other. Yeah. So, you know, I thank all specialists out there who dedicate, you know, their businesses, their time and their passion also, you know, as I do. Very well said, Toby. I give my money. Very well said, yeah. (laughs) And, and Nick, to finish I'd the like year, to, Yeah, I'd like to spread the word for this outfit, uh, call themselves Nine Works something. Um, <laughs> go by this mantra of driven, not hidden. I don't know what that means, but, you know, I'd just like to spread the love for them because I think they're they an awesome, awesome group. Um, seriously, I'd like to go at a tangent here, actually. I'd like to spread the love for a particular uh, publication called Road Rat, who obviously we'll all have heard of, mm-hmm. but increasingly, as I and I've been a subscriber from day one, again, I think I was one of their very first subscribers, as it happens, um, they just continue to blow me over in terms of the content they produce. They are just phenomenal. And as car enthusiasts, I think they are, and, and each magazine quarterly, there is no date on it. You can go back and, and, and it's, it's just full of in, information, the way it's laid out. And I think I described it on their Instagram page the other day as, to me, actually, they are the singer of, of, of magazines of this type Ooh, in terms of quality, to, yeah. yeah, or coming, coming close to that. I don't think there is anybody else, uh, to my knowledge. So, yeah, let's spread the love for nice. them too. Lovely, mm, yeah, and a nice print publication as well. Yeah, as, exactly. As Triple absolutely. Zero says, you know, yeah, print, print is not dead. No, absolutely. Uh, I know Max would approve of that one. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah, I'm sure he would. Yeah, yeah. yeah. lapping that up, lapping. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, look, again, to everybody listening at home, that was uh, our Porsche year that was 2023 anyway, uh, from myself, Andy, Toby and Nick. Thanks very much for listening. A shout out to Max as well. I know you're uh, out there somewhere, buddy, probably stuck in a classified section somewhere but we'll we'll look forward to having max on the pod next week there is actually a bonus podcast that max and andy and i are recording next week where we're just looking exclusively at the cars we've driven this year and looking at our highlights from that point of view so that'll be available to works drivers Uh, but until then have a fantastic festive period and we'll see you fresh see you on 2024 yay merry christmas merry christmas Christmas, he says wearing his christmas jumper (laughs) the only one i'll add thank you very much this episode was brought to you by our very kind driven not hidden collective if you would like to join the collective to get further access and rewards within the nineworks community you can do so at patreon.com forward slash nineworks you can also support us by leaving a five-star review on your favorite podcast app